All right, Anthony on Air Podcast, we are back for another episode on this show. Did Ghislaine Maxwell date Prince Andrew? That's the story today. Plus, uh, Ghislaine is no longer objecting to protecting the identities of the John Doe's. Remember, there was uh, when most of this evidence was put into play, it was all sealed. Uh, she is lifting her objections to the John Doe's identities. Will we learn the John Doe's identities? Perhaps not. We'll get into it. 270 doctors call out Joe Rogan. Uh, Djokovic gets deported from Australia. That makes me laugh. I, I don't care what people think. Uh, Pastor Mike Todd, did you hear about this story, Frank? No. Guy what is this? Spit in his hand and rubbed it on a, somebody's face during a sermon. It was disgusting. I did hear about that. I didn't read it, but I heard Awful. about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, DirecTV is going to drop OANN, and Coulter says Trump is done. Celebrity birthdays today, we got a lot of them. I got to the vid update. Uh, real or fake fact on TikTok. Plus, we're going to do a product testing on Friday. We'll talk about that. And the two girl. She's got two hoo-hahs. All on this episode of the Anthony Nair Podcast. Frankie C is here. How you doing, my man? Doing all right. I'm like... I don't know, eight or nine Hershey Kisses in the hall. Yeah, Frank's hopped up on the Hershey Kisses, so it should be a strong I, My episode. wife bought a bag, and I, I'm just, I've been going to town on these things. By the time we get to the Trump topic, he should be... I should be nice. <laughs> and, nice and sugared up. <laughs> Plus, I'm down in cranberry juice. Oh, my I don't know how much more sugar you want me to have. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Prince Andrew likely dated Ghislaine Maxwell is the story from today. I feel a like she's friend... a little old for him. And ex-royal guard are saying, you think so? I think they're around the same age. No, that it was a joke. Oh. You get it? Oh, I get it. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> I have COVID. I got COVID right yeah. now. Everything yeah. is moving slower for me. Oh, boy. This is going to be a long show. <laughs> is I'm like, I think that. Let me check their ages, Frank. No. What an idiot. Wrong there. <laughs> Let me do my research here. Hold on, Frank. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, a uh, former officer, a royal protection officer, claims that Jelaine Maxwell, around the time of 2001, which is also around the time of the, f the photograph of Jeffrey and, and uh, Andrew and Ghislaine's apartment, um, was in and out so much of the royal palace, of Buckingham Palace, that they all suspected, the entire staff realized and suspected at the same time that they must be dating, that there must be some sort of a relationship going on there. She would come and go so freely, and she was allowed to. She had the pass to be in and out, How that they, they thought they were know? dating. I mean, just strictly watching The Crown, and this was... 60 years ago. I love the basis of your argument is going to be a Netflix well, show. This is a great. 60 years ago, yeah. there was a, I mean, it's based on, I don't know how much of it is 100% is accurate, but uh, uh, what's it called? The Queen Elizabeth's sister was dating someone that worked on the staff there in the palace, and they couldn't keep that under wraps. And this was 60 years ago before the internet, you know, you know, news was news, but it wasn't as widespread as it is now. I mean, how did they keep that any kind of secret? Well, you know what? People forget 2001 is still pre-internet. It's still pre-internet internet. It's yeah. Google's not until 2005. 
Facebook not until 2009. Yeah, but it's well past when the Queen, the 19, I think it was like the 40s or 50, the 50s, 1950s. Sure, of course. Yeah, good point. I mean, I'm sure if we look back, there's some sort of article about socialite Ghislaine Maxwell visiting the palace, but who it wasn't probably... a big deal, I guess, at the time. Yeah. Especially when you probably had hundreds of those people rolling in and out of that building on a daily basis. Doing, yeah, that's true. You know. Right. But I, I guess, you know, late at night, you know, again, like I said, coming and going, when you got that pass to come in all the way, uh, the the palace guards thought this must be a... Um, yes, that scene is unusual, I guess. Yeah. Um, the uh, police officer, Paul Page, great name. I mean, that's just a good, Paul, solid. See, I wouldn't say Paulie. No. Page? Paulie Page? Nah, you, I mean, he could. Paul he Page. Was in, he was in Brooklyn. Little, seems a little like there's too much of a stoppage after Paul. Yeah, Paul Page. Paulie Page rolls. It does. What if he, he was if he was in Brooklyn, he would be Paulie Pages. Right. I'm going to go get the papers. Get the papers. Um, Paul Page said, a colleague of mine remind, uh, remembered her coming in four times in one day. She kept coming in and out, in and out. Uh, Ghislaine, Prince Andrew, and what? Nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you say? I missed it. I said, that's what she said. <laughs> okay. That's what she said. Um, anyway, he, told, he said this as part of a, a new documentary on uh, Britain's ITV, which will air tomorrow. Or today, if you're in Britain, I don't even know how it works. This is a Monday podcast. It's airing on Tuesday in in Britain. Called it's Ghislaine. Already, I think. Wait, wait, this is this is about as original as a title as the as Anthony on air. Ghislaine, Prince Andrew, and the pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, there's three pedophiles in that sentence. Yeah, I mean that's redundant. Or two and one alleged pedophile still the same. They're all. Yeah, it's, it's all the same. Uh, a banker friend of Maxwell's who socialized with the now disgraced group also shared the same sentiment, saying, I got the sense that Prince Andrew and Ghislaine had probably been girlfriend and boyfriend in the past. Her name is, how would you say this, Frank? E U A N. E U A N. Eon? Ewan McGregor? Hune? Ewan McGregor is on the record saying that they thought they were dating. And who is this again? Who's Yoon? This is uh, a friend of the uh, trio. Yeah. Okay. Of the Prince, the Pauper, and the Pedophile. So a reliable source, I guess. Yeah. Uh, they had an easy warmth around each other, he said. Yoon uh, became friends with uh, Maxwell at Cambridge University, recalled being invited to a dinner party at Epstein's New York townhouse by Maxwell, who said it was for my friend Prince Andrew. She described Andrew as being her friend, not Jeffrey's. Uh, this is all going to be in this new documentary that airs tomorrow. Reminds me of that Seinfeld episode. Ian. Ian? No, Ian. You don't remember that one. No, I don't. Okay. Then again, you have a COVID brain. I got COVID brain. And I'm trying to plot out a, a nose blow right now. So I'm hoping you start talking about something. Uh, I'm going to talk about how much you have the vid. Okay, and, uh, and we so should all focus on your your next nose blow. Let's 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 focus in. Here it comes. Here's the question. Shut up. Stop it. Here's the question. Do you think that? I mean, that would be a pretty. Okay. Here's what's weird. Let me think about this before I say it. 
Frank and I have been friends for nearly our entire lives. All right. We have other friends that you don't see on the show besides Janine that have been friends for since high school. So really, really long time. We have never really cross-contaminated as far as the dating scene goes. Oh, like you date someone and then break up and then I would date them. Right. Yeah, that's always, I feel like that's a, there's a code there. It's I mean, weird... it happens, but sure. I mean, if it's if it's all agreed upon and everybody's cool, it could happen. It just never happened with with our group. Yes. Oh, that. See, when that picture comes up, Anthony has a picture. Of, that means he's blowing his nose, folks, and he's got the mic muted. <laughs> yeah, there he, he's back. I got the thing back on. Got to make sure I got no boogies. Nobody wants to see a big fat booger on my nose. We just, we just saw one. Anyway. Um, but I'm sure it happens. Sure. I just, and, and, and I'm, again, we're looking at not a huge moral compass in this group. Yeah. I don't know why we're thinking like, they're not going to do something slimy or, or sleazy. It's still strange though, that they, that she would date Epstein and then date Prince. I don't, I don't know. Why doesn't that sit right with me? It doesn't. People are probably going to. If that's the only thing that doesn't sit right with you. <laughs> it's not the only thing. I mean, I'm come saying. on. I'm just saying it feels like one of those odd, weird things, but I guess that's. Why wouldn't that have come? I feel like that would have come up. Maybe not. I don't know why, but like, especially in the Ghislaine trial, you know, her time, uh, how long are they, did they say they dated for? It doesn't say. It just says this was around 2001. All right. I mean, it wouldn't well, have come up in the Ghislaine trial, especially she didn't. Um, well, she was on this. She was in the picture. Yeah, that's, that's true. Why would that? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, we'll yeah. see what happens in the Prince Andrew trial, which, holy crap, did we get taught a lesson in the comments? Yeah, it's a civil trial. No, no jail. We got it. Thank you. Why? What did we say? We, we said, said oh, I wonder if they go if if he has to serve time. Is it over here or over there? We were speculating. Oh, oh. But it's we. Oh, funny. Forgot it's a civil trial and there's no jail time. For I didn't forget that. I just I didn't put two and two together. Right. We, also and everybody in the comments was like, come on, guys, civil trial. No... I'm like, all right, all right, got it. Um, here's another weird detail. You want to hear this? This is so strange. Mm, okay. All right, let me put it after our uh, Jumpstart Coffee read. This ah, is what a tease you Freaky. Want. It's freaky. It's weird. It's about <laughs> how Prince Andrew's to sleep. Uh, do we want to know? <sighs> nope, but I read it, so now everybody has to know mm. it. I can't unknow it. Uh, 15% off Jumpstart Coffee Company. Greatest coffee I've ever had. By the way, I have not had it since I've had COVID. Why not? I just can't. When Make I get feel sick, I can't do the bitter things. Beer, coffee. I don't, I don't think. That, is it bitter? It's not. I, no, but it's it's good. It's strong. I just can't. I the lose a taste for that. Like when I'm sick, I like, you know, hot, warm, like soup and hot chocolate. Yeah. Coffee would help. I'm not saying it's going to cure you, but I'm saying it might help you, like, you know, move things along sinus wise. Uh, maybe I should. I don't know. But I haven't had it in days. And I look, this is how I look when I don't have it. This is this is 90 percent lack of jumpstart, 10 percent COVID. Don't, don't blame jumpstart for your look. Lack of jumpstart. Oh, even so. <laughs> when, it, when you get jumpstart back in your life, it's not a I still wouldn't COVID. attribute it it's to them. Better. Anyway. 
Uh, best coffee I've ever had. I miss it so much. I can't wait to get over this stupid virus so I could get some Jumpstart coffee into my system. Um, greatest coffee. Great cause that they support. Navy SEAL Foundation. 50% of their profits go to the Navy SEAL Foundation. Frank Sport in the Dark Roast Blend right now, which is so delicious. Uh, Big Barty, dark chocolate, a little smokiness, a little, little, little bitty smoke, smokiness towards the end there on that flavor. Uh, so, nice. so, so good, though. So delicious. Agreed. And you save 15% off when you use the promo code AOA15. Order with the link in the description below. Uh, according to the Royal Protection Officer, Paul Page. Paulie Page. Paulie Pages. Um, Prince Andrew is known for having 50 or 60 stuffed toys on his bed at the royal palace while he sleeps or like on the bed like while it's made either way it's weird but i just want to know <laughs> i don't know why you need to make that i just want to know if he's surrounded by them while he's sleeping or if like he has to clear them every night and then put them back on every morning that would i would find more irritating because then he would be a piece of shit and also like one of these like hoity-toity people with their bed setups it's like like stuffed animals like he said stuff he said stuffed toys but i'm assuming yeah like right stuffed animals dolls like you would win at a fair and stuff like, wait, i guess all right we'll 50 to 60. how big is this bed also he probably doesn't make his own bed in the royal palace no. right he's probably got someone to do it for him and that person has to set him up you think it's like a different way every time or is there like a set I don't like know. The big ones in the back. Smaller ones in the front. If that were me, though, I would have strangled him to death. There'd be no I, way. I would have burned that that room down. I would have been like, no, this, yeah. bed, this bed's on fire now. By the way, we didn't talk about this because we didn't do a show the other day because um, of COVID, but uh, they stripped him of his his uh, titles. He is So he's not Prince Andrew anymore. He's just Andrew. Yeah, no longer a royal. He's just Andy. Doesn't get the protections, doesn't get the title, so... He gets to live there, though? <clears throat> no, no, he's been booted. He's out. So what is he doing? I don't know. I guess Apartment? so... It's funny, we, we were we were talking about, like, oh, what is it like to have some a member of the royal family on the stand in, in the United States? And right. technically, he's not a member of... I mean, he is, but he's uh, not... I guess not anymore. Well, yeah, he's... He doesn't have the title anymore. So what is he like, bachelor pad, like an apartment building? I don't know. Oh like yeah, community bathroom. And yeah. All that? Oh, I mean, I think he has places where he lives. Like oh. he just sold that ski chalet, so he can pay. He's so, in a ton of debt too. He's in a lot of trouble. Yeah. How would he? How does he make money? I mean, uh, if he's cut off, is he that? Is he cut off? Um. Okay. That's interesting because you get paid for being a member of the royal family, and then there's also like an allowancey thing. The English people will be able to speak to this way better than I can. So there's always there's always money. But even like when the redheaded kid left with his hot wife from Hollywood, what's her name? Markle. Yeah. Harry? Harry and Markle. Yeah. Um they gave up all the money. Right. They just wanted the protection. And and she wouldn't allow that. The queen wouldn't even allow the protection which was kind of a big deal. Andrew's got nothing. He's got no protection or whatever. But I think there is a level, th there's different levels of it. And my wife knows this. She's she's up on all this stuff where, like, if you're in, they call it something, the court or something or whatever it is. 
and you're in it and you're doing things and you're like making appearances and you're contributing, like you get paid X amount. And then it's like, if you're just kind of in the family and you're not really doing much, you, there's still some money that you get. And then you get like the protection of the, of like, you know, the, the detail you get the, the detail. So nothing happens to you. So there's like that level of it too. And not everybody who's in the royal family gets money, just gets money. There's different levels of it, as I understand it. Is it the permanent boot, or is it like after the case? Oh, I I think he's, I mean, I don't, I don't, I wonder if anybody's ever been brought back in. I don't really know. I wouldn't know, but he is fucking out. Like, Like, we were like wondering, like, oh, would they even wind up giving him up? She took his fucking jacket and kicked his ass out to the curb. Just get the fuck out. Good. Which is kind of big of the royal family. Like, you know, they didn't have to go that way. They could have just continued to cover it up and do all that kind of bullshit. Yeah. Good for so. them. That's that's a that's a win, I think. You just kick his disgusting ass out. Yeah, Good. just kick his ass out. Just It's on you. Yeah. Sucks for a mom, though, especially like her. Like, you're just, I mean, yeah, that's, that's got to be tough. Yeah, I can't imagine that's a, that's a good thing for a parent to go through. Especially her, like, she's old and, like, everybody's got an opinion on everything that she does, especially parenting. And look how, like, awful he turned out to be. Yeah. So, that's that's Prince Andrew. He's fucking out. Um, also, by the way, I think that they definitely did date. I think that they, that, I think that Ghislaine, I can't imagine how how many, how much mileage is on that fucking engine. I mean, a lot. Maybe. So what makes you say that they dated? I just think they did. I I just think that she dated a lot of people. I think that's how she got in and out of a lot of circles. I just think that she was fucking loose and banging people left and right and getting that information. And Right. I never understood. Like, I, I get it. It's like a general term socialite, right? That's what they refer to yeah. her as. Yeah. But what, do you, what does that mean? You're not, that's not like a job. It just bounce around from social circle to social circle, right? It's yeah, it's just people that have money that don't need to work, and that's kind of their thing is showing up at parties and social engagements and. But like, you're not making money from. I mean, I don't. It, does, it has nothing to do with how you make money. It's just how you. No. It's just your social. Yeah. Circle. Yeah, and I think that's why you get that title because if you are making money, if you're the CEO of a company, they would say, "There goes the CEO of the company." Right. Socialite just like I don't know. I Usually can't name another one. I can't name any. Oh, there's a lot around, the, and and it's and and also I think it's also a title of like you just go out a lot, like you're just part of the social scene, right? Being a social, you show up at all the fancy to dos. Yeah, like I would say now, like all the real housewives are socialites. Like even though a lot of them have like little side projects and they got their own little companies and little things that they do for money. I think right. they're mostly known for just being people who go out and are known for being known. Gotcha. You know, like that's kind of what Trump was, though. Like Trump was kind of like a he was just like in the New York scene. You know, he was one of the big real estate developers. And well, you wouldn't have referred to him as a socialite. He just said he's a real estate guy or a talk show, a game show host or something. But before the game show, I'm talking like before the game show host years, like real there's estate. it's been forever. He's been in real estate and there's hundreds of real estate. Uh, people like him and actually a lot that were more successful than him but where he started to break out was like 
doing the casinos and then the Miss America or Miss Universe, whatever, whatever one he says. So he starts to get into all these things and get his name in the paper for other reasons and then showing up at parties and you're a socialite. You become a socialite. Even though you're the real estate guy, if you cross over that, if you break out of that bubble and cross over into mainstream, mm. you know, I think you become a socialite. There. There's famous socialites. A lot of the TikTokers and Instagram people become, this is, you know. See, but I feel like they're just TikTokers. It's, I mean, I guess you could be both. I, you know what the 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 same term now is influencer like you know what's yeah. the difference that's that's, that's kind of what an influencer is today you know yeah it makes sense because that's what you were doing back then you were getting in the paper for you know and you were yeah, what are they wearing and what are they doing what's cool right yeah i got you all that shit um, all that shit <clears throat> during her trial galane objected to releasing or divulging the names of eight john does and uh, she has lifted those um, uh, objections. But here's what happens. Yeah. So she had the chance to object to having those names unsealed. And then the actual John Doe's had a chance to object. Seven out of the eight already objected to it. It didn't matter because her objection to it superseded theirs in this particular trial that she just went through. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, but now that the trial's over, so now that the right, so now that the trial, so they they put it out to everybody. Seven out of the eight John Doe's come back and say, "Don't do not release my name." Didn't matter because at the same time, Ghislaine also said, "Do not release those names." So they didn't release the names. Okay. Now that the trial is over, this goes to Judge Loretta Preska because in the Southern District here in New York, because she's basically no longer objecting to them. And her lawyers are saying seven out of the eight of them have their own objections, so it doesn't even matter. So those names technically still can most likely not get out, right? Because of those those objections that they have. Um, but that's going to be up to the judge. She's going to rule on that, and we'll wait and see on that. But it's interesting, though, that Galen was kind of like, "I don't care anymore," and don't worry about the objections. Because they were saying it might hurt her chance at a fair trial, which I didn't understand. Um, and it just kind of seemed like this was just the machine still running where she's just, you know. Yeah, but what's weird is they might do a retrial. So, I mean, she changes her stance on this. That's a good now. point. I didn't think of that. You know, why would she? I mean, I'm sure she has whatever insane reason. But if your stance during the trial or, or before it was don't release you know, I object. Yeah. And you're going to, you're staring down maybe a retrial. Why? I don't know. Maybe to take the focus off of her a little bit. I don't know. I wonder. Yeah. Um, I also like, you kind of, I'm sure people are going to start to wonder, like, is this a signal of that she's going to start giving up people because she doesn't give a shit anymore? Yeah. If she's not objecting to protecting the John Doe identities, then yeah. that we were talking about it last week is that she might be, you know, would she roll? But they, she or her family or whoever said, "No, she's not going to roll over. She's not going to roll over." Well, like this is like I feel like number instance number one where she's not even being offered anything and she's rolling over. Yeah. Imagine if they offer her something. Yeah. Now, this is this is just I I withdraw my objection for no for no reason or no that we know of that they you know they didn't offer her any kind of deal. I also watched the video of the juror 
I watched the interview where the juror said that he didn't. They never asked him if he was abused. Right. The, the guy genuinely didn't think. And and the reporter was like, "Are you sure? Because I reviewed it this morning and it's on there." And he's like, "I don't think so." And you could you could tell in his face it was pretty genuine. Yikes! I mean, if this guy, I know people are like, "Oh, he was a plan to do this to get her off." I'm not buying that. Any, I just I don't buy that. What people are saying too is like, not only he was probably part of it, you know, fine, but then afterwards, when the jury was released, they they you know. Would they have gotten to him? Oh, I mean, maybe. And said, know. you know what, go on the show and say that you said something wrong, and you, you know, they would they would do a new trial. I mean, it was pretty convincing. Uh, like I, I thought he gave a hell of a performance if he was performing. But also, there was this, um, <clears throat> there was this sense of I want attention. I did get that from the guy. Because if I'm on that jury, I don't know if I'm talking about this stuff publicly. No, I want it to be done would, with, and I don't it, want to even think about it. Anymore. Exactly. These guys out there doing interviews. Like, Is there it, anybody, any other jurors doing any kind of interviews? Yeah, there was another one, because they, they found out about another one. It was also, you know, okay. I don't know. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Rogan, back in the news uh, the other day, 270 doctors... Uh, basically wrote an open letter to Spotify over the false and Good. societally harmful assertions that appear on the Joe Rogan show. Good. Yes. Call it out. Um, they want Spotify to take action against misinformation spread on Joe Rogan's podcast. An open letter signed by 270 healthcare professionals stated, quote, by allowing the propagation of false and societally harmful assertions, Spotify is enabling its hosted media to damage public trust in scientific research and sow doubt in the credibility of data-driven guidance offered by medical professionals. Yeah, I mean, it's fine if you want to question things, but to say, I mean, I don't know exactly what they would, the complaint is pointing out. I don't listen to the Joe Rogan's show. Um, but if he's saying stuff like the vaccine, you know, if he's saying stuff like the vaccine's not good and don't take it and just do, just do this and you'll be fine. That's you're trying, you're giving people medical advice without a, you, you're not a doctor and you're, you know, I agree. He's not though. I don't know. Yeah. I, again, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. Like he's like, he said, he's said that he was scheduled to get the vaccine and then just, didn't because the UFC event got canceled or moved or whatever it was. And then somebody close to him got vaccinated and then it had two strokes. And then that gave him cause for uh, that, that kind of pumped the brakes on him getting it. I think that the thing with this is there's two things here. It was one. My problem with Joe is, you know, I like the fact that he talks about that he's a comic and this is all very silly to him that he's been doing this podcast for 10 years and now it's grown into one of the biggest media entities that we currently have. I don't think anybody saw that coming, especially him. Right. Um, I feel like, I mean, between, I, and not to sound like a jerk, I knew he was going to be this big because Mark Maron was getting huge and, you know, I just, this, the, when you're doing what Frank and I do for years, like we saw, we saw satellite radio coming before satellite radio hit. Like we just, we kind of know these things. You, I just saw a podcast 
just becoming more and more of a thing. Um, so I knew he was going to, I knew somebody was going to get that. And by the way, somebody is going to supersede him and pass. Like it's only going to get bigger. Like the, you know, podcasting in general is only going to get bigger. Um, so I like the fact that he keeps things so light and is thinks it's all fun in games and whatever. And he says all the time, like people shouldn't listen to me. I'm a, I'm a comedian doing a podcast. I'm not a doctor, which I respect. Yeah, I but get the, that. There's a lot. I, I don't like that argument. No, I respect that he says it, but what I was going to say was to finish the point was that at a certain point when you when you call an audience that size, right? You have to feel some sort of a responsibility towards that audience. You have to um you just have to be responsible for it. Like you know this, we've talked about this. Like you know, like when you're on the radio, people come to you all the time, like, oh, talk about my thing or talk about my song or my business or whatever. And at a certain point, you got to kind of be like, no, you know, because I don't know your business and I don't know how shitty your thing is. And I'm not going to, you know, that's what people don't really understand, especially business people, uh, because I've had to tell people no a whole bunch. And it's like you work so hard at doing this and you form this relationship with people and you can't take that for granted. You really, you just can't. You got to be responsible. And I mean, if we talk about stuff, we talk about what we know. And then when we don't know something, we speculate and we go, listen, maybe it's this, maybe it's that, maybe it's the other thing. Which I think that he does Which too. Which is fine. Yeah, I think that's okay. If you're allowed to talk things out to get it out in the air, to, 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 to debate it, you're allowed to you know, bring things up in, a, in a, a healthy debate, I think we fall into trouble. And I don't know if he's done this or not. When you fall into trouble is when you go, well, this, uh, you know, COVID's not a big deal or, or I don't think you're, you, you know, should, I don't think everybody should take this seriously. Or Which that. is not what he's saying. Where, yeah, he, exactly. where I think he falls into trouble is he, he gives this huge platform to people who perhaps maybe, I don't want to say don't deserve it or it shouldn't come with some sort of a massive warning. You know what I mean? Like a massive warning. Like he'll give platforms to, to who? To what kind of people? Well, to Alex Jones, like all the time, which yeah. I, I'm not saying I'm against because I think that Alex Jones is a caricature of himself at this point and should be laughed at. Um, so if he brings him on and, See, it's weird because can you bring someone like that on and treat them, you know, and you don't have to agree with them. You just like well, challenge them on everything that they say. Let me give you the other problem. And this isn't Joe's fault. So I got to get to point number two about Joe. Um, especially for the people that don't agree with my point number one, because point number two contradicts point number one. So hang with me. With but here's you. the problem. Joe puts on a doctor who doesn't believe in the vaccine or puts on Alex Jones. And then all the articles the next day are anti-vax podcast. Joe Rogan gives platform to blah, blah, blah. You know, so it's not exactly what he says, but it's the mere action of what he does. And then how that is run through the media, which is frankly unfair to him. 
So I think that the media is as much to blame for these type of things because I've seen all these podcasts, like for instance, McCullough, right? Remember that guy McCullough? He had that doctor on who, you know, was going through all those things. And I listened to that entire three hour fucking show with that guy. And the best thing that Joe did, and I've said this before was he said to McCullough, would you come back on? with somebody who disagreed with you and had a debate with them. Right. And the guy to his credit said, yes. Okay. Okay. Now that hasn't happened yet. And the guy said that nobody wants to debate him because everybody's afraid of him and blah, 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 so on and so forth. Okay. What I'm saying is, is I think Joe is so big that instead of, especially when it comes to something, look, having Alex Jones on or some political person or whatever, that's one thing. When you're talking about medical stuff that is a highly heated debate in our current times where people's lives are kind of at stake, I think you should take some extra special responsibility for it. And if I was Joe in that instance before having McCullough on, I would have I wouldn't have had McCullough on and then said, would you come on with somebody else? I would have just that would have been the show like McCullough on this side and the other person on the other side. And that would have been the show I would have had. You know what I mean? Like that, right. that's the show I would have done. I wouldn't, I would have had that be the presentation, not, oh, you come on and do your thing for three hours and then we'll see if we can make it work with schedules. Because I mean, you know this, oh, I'd love to have you back on or I'd love to come back on. And you go, yeah. You're no, like, I know, but it's Joe Rogan show. You should be able to, you know, that's not like some Joe Schmo show. It's the, the number one. I agree, but I mean, if I, again, 270 healthcare professionals sign this letter to Spotify, you don't think there's one in that group that was like, I'll fucking step up and talk to this guy. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I I just don't, I want to see, I'm trying to pin down exactly what he said or did that made them, these doctors call him out. Now did Joe Rogan get up there and say, I think the vaccine is is BS, and you could fight it yourself, or blah blah blah. Or, I mean, what did he, what did he say? It's just because he had he's skeptical of the vaccine because right. of the PE. He, he's he talked about his friend who got the strokes, and then he got a flood of information from people describing all the adverse effects that they've been going through since uh, getting the the vaccine. Now. To the to the healthcare professionals' credit, they're not asking for those episodes to be taken down. This is not like a let's cancel Joe. So what do they want? What they're asking for is some form of responsibility or um, whether it's a warning or whatever it is, there's, there's got to be something of where you just can't flat out go on a show of this size now and spout misinformation. Right. Okay. Now my second point earlier, if I can go back to that is if you don't have a show like this, where an unpopular sentiment can make it to the top, you're kind of in trouble as a society because when the day comes, when there is something wrong and many people may think that this is the day with this vaccine, uh, whether whether you and I personal thoughts differ on you know are, 
our thoughts are together, differing on that, you know. Um, some people think that this is the day. You know, there's got to be some way for that to come to the surface and, and have that attention and, and have that, you know, uh, ability to get to the top. If it no, wasn't the case, you wouldn't have had Watergate come to the, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, there, if there's no outlet it's different, though. It's, to seek yeah. the truth, there's... The truth is, is one thing. Yeah, no, I get it. The problem is, I think, it's when you have, you know, when it's, it's not cut and dry, but when it's like science is telling us all that some this is, the sky is blue, and you got someone going, oh, the sky is red, and, I, you know, I'm telling you guys, it's red, it's red, it's red, and, uh, you know, that's... Is that the kind of, and then all of a sudden everybody picks him up and goes, no, this guy's, maybe it is red. Maybe it's red. Maybe it's red. Yeah. I mean, I think, and he does that to a degree, like when this McCullough guy brought up the fact that you can't get COVID more than once, Joe was kind of like, I, I don't know. I hear a lot of people. And then McCullough had an argument for that too, about why that's happening to people. And I, I, I don't know. I just, I just agree with it. I, I just, I hear so many people years apart after testing negative several times then test positive again like i just like how do you well, i think he, it's the variants i think i don't know it, it could be and it could be but this guy is up there going no you just can't it's there's it's scientifically proven you just can't get it and i'm like how could you sit there and 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 say that and and be like well this is what happened and there is a lot of you know there's a lot of times where he challenges the person but i think there's some times where he's got to step up a bit more and really really challenge them yeah, really going to really be if you're going to be interviewing on that kind of level you've got to have you you've got to step up your own level you got to be prepared enough to i think so i think it's time for joe to be to be responsible because if i'm not a if i'm not a doctor i'm not or a scientist how could i or a scientist how could i properly question my guest who might i mean Right. I'm not saying I have to be a scientist to interview a scientist, but I just, you know, you got to have a little more. But if that's the other thing, why can't someone with no information talk to a scientist and get the information? Well, he is. I mean, this this guy in particular, I keep going back to McCullough because that's the last one I really listened right. to. There, there was another one where I, I listened to a little bit of it, but I didn't get most of it. Um, I just didn't have the time. But um he does challenge them. He does, you know, go back at them. He doesn't just let them. So I still, I'm wondering, I mean. But I think the problem is, is people, and then here's the other issue, right? He's a, there's a long form thing, right? We're a long form show. We do an hour and a half, two hours, right? Mm -hmm. That doesn't fit into 98% of society. The long form shows are incredibly popular. People listen to them. I mean, people stick with us. People listen longer to this podcast than they listen to me when I was on the radio. Right. Like way longer, you know, and, and that's average. That's not even like, you know, that's average. Yeah. Um, so people are consuming this sort of material more. The problem is, is again, when it gets filtered through the media, everything is bite-sized Twitter under 280 characters, headlines that don't get read and just get shared on social so you lose those little intricacies of when he steps up and says, well, actually, I think it's this, or how can you be so sure about, like, 
when he's doing that sort of work, which he does do, um, it gets lost in the shuffle a little bit. But I don't think he does it enough is is also my point. I don't think he does it enough. I think he should do it okay. more. And if you're going to bring, again, if if I was going to bring on somebody like that, especially with the amount you're not going to be able to match them. You're not going to be able to. You need to have somebody else in the room that can that can go toe to toe with them. Now, how? But but I guess it's because it's not like you're bringing on like an actor. You don't have to be a, a an actor to interview an actor, and you don't have to be a doctor to interview a doctor. So, the difference is when it has to do with public health. Maybe then you I have think... to bring on. And I think if it's it's not the if it's I think you just hit it right on the head. If it's not the pandemic, then I think there's a lot of special. Right. There's a lot of special circumstances that warrant delicacy, I guess. Yeah. And uh, I guess the 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 vaccine. Why? I, I don't think it should at this point. I think I think we should. The vaccine should be, you know, my own opinion is we get vaccinated and we just move on and go on to the next thing. Why? Because why? we've been stuck on whether or not we should be vaccinated for the last year. And it's like, all right, we're, we're vaccinated. Now, you know, let's, you know, and then, you know, you got to get the thing. That's just, let's just, it should be like, yeah, of course. And then let's go. Well, let's just move on to the next thing. It's like, it's like debating whether or not the earth is round. It's like, no, we, we understand it already. Let's move on. But not everybody has that is, yeah. is up to speed on the science yet and there's such holes like it's so funny because in that mccullough episode it, rogan challenged him and asked him if, if you're right if this mccullough is right then why are so many doctors in opposition of him and his argument to that was they're all just following the edict that's been handed down from the government and that they're all so afraid to stand up against the norm that um, that's why all those doctors are so for it. And I just, to me, that uh, you lose a lot of credibility in that argument because basically what you're saying is, is, Frank, nobody is as strong or as tough as I am. They're all sheep. And I'm the one who's speaking out. Yeah, I've got the balls. Listen to me. It's like, come on, dude. Go, go fuck yourself like yeah. you, like give me a fucking break you know uh, and this guy's, it's like no he's not the only one there's other doctors that are that are that are also on his side but the vast majority of doctors are just you know just just get the vaccine it's not that big of a deal yeah and i feel like it's one of those things like if someone came on and said cancer is not deadly you have to be responsible enough to be like no you're wrong right killing tons of people all the time so i think in, maybe in this case it's like well the vaccines you know it's proven to not be good you got to be responsible enough i guess to be like no it's actually proven the opposite you know you gotta you can't just be like oh yeah that's interesting yeah 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 and you gotta be like no I, I matter of fact what you're saying doesn't add up and you're you're, you're saying you're a doctor but you haven't you know your information is incorrect or you get someone on because if you know he's coming on to say this stuff, you're obviously bringing him on for a reason. He's got some kind of thing he wants to say. It's not, you're not just bringing on random doctor number one. Right. You're not surprised at what you're he's going to say. You're not surprised at his point of view. 
Yeah. So if you you know he's coming on to say the vaccine is bullshit, you you have either the response you got to have the responsibility to either say no, the science is backing up the vaccine, or have someone who can speak more intelligently. Right, because that's the thing too with Rogan. Like he is a comedian, and it is just a silly little podcast in his mind, and I get that. But when you have a doctor in the room and you're going to be discussing serious topics, like, of course, you should joke. You can sneak jokes in here and there. There's always a room for a joke. But you do have to be You do have to rise to that occasion. Say what you will about journalism and journalists, which journalism is in the shitter right now. But this is why journalists are really good. You ever hear a journalist ask the same question six different ways? especially when they know they're getting the runaround it's because that's what they're that's their job they are picking apart every little fucking detail to find a hole in your story if there is one and if there isn't one then great but if there is when you keep challenging something or you keep coming at it from different angles you're going to kind of discover it and joe definitely doesn't do that he definitely doesn't do that because he's worried about entertaining the audience right which is important yeah, it's a different though. It's a different kind of show when you bring on a serious topic. It's yeah, it's a, sure you want to entertain, but you also if you're bringing on a serious topic, you also have to provide information that's useful to people. And, right. And you know, if you're bringing on a comedian and an actor and a singer, you could talk about their jobs and it's not life or death and all this stuff. But you bring on a doctor and you have him, he or she, talk about life literal life or death then you got to go a little more serious i mean yeah you could slip in a joke here or there but for the most part people are going to take it seriously and i think that and i also think this is also just such flack back from the whole i word medicine that he took and how and not for nothing he was right about that like he was right and the the media got it wrong you know, um, I think he was, by the way, I still think he was wrong to take 11 fucking things and then act like, oh, look how great I feel. Like, th- then we don't know what the fuck, which one it was, yeah, he was that right did about it. Or... He was only right about the fact that there exists an eye medication, the eye word, for, for people too. That's all he was right about. It wasn't, yeah. we don't know if he was right about it working. You Correct. But again, I mean, we went through that, right? We talked yeah. about that at the time. You, I mean, there has to be some serious concern when every article called it this one thing when they all knew that it wasn't. Or maybe they didn't know, and that's scary because it's the news they should know. Like, it's one thing if you and I aren't up to the latest science and what's classified as yeah, what. We don't have doctors on our staff. Right. Exactly. Exactly. We do. Let me check the ANA AOA payroll here. I'm pretty sure there's not a fucking MD on it. Right. Those huge news organizations not only have doctors, but they have lawyers that specialize in medicine on what they can say on their air or in their print in their print editions. And it went through all of those places. And that is scary. That is really scary how that happened. Or did it go through all of that? Because a lot of times what I'm imagining, maybe I'm wrong, but when a news story comes in and it's, oh, I, you know, I got, does they have to run it through every single channel? We have to, all oh, right, yeah. here's a, what? 
I mean, not breaking news, but if they're going to, if they're how going, long does that take? Like if Joe Rogan goes live now and I want to be live with my story in the morning. Well, no, I mean, if you're, if you're on the six o'clock news and you're going with something like, you know, this is going to be your story. Like that gets passed through. That gets looked at. Those scripts yeah. get looked but at. If, if it's just a two second or two minute story in the, in an hour long thing, does that get run up to, to legal and, and even, even still like, and when, 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 uh, Rogan had Gupta on, when yeah. he had Sanjay Gupta and he was like, why did CNN call this that when you knew that it wasn't? And he was like, I don't know. And he was like, well, why didn't they run it by you? You're the fucking medical expert of the goddamn thing. And he's like, well, they didn't. And then not even that, which, okay, I can accept speed and time and uh, time being of the essence and all that. There was an, a retraction that said that they were incorrect and that he was right. There wasn't. They had updated stories. They changed some things around, but they never came flat out and said, we mislabeled this. Right. And we were wrong. Yeah. They never did that. And that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Uh, Djokovic, not only is he not allowed in the uh, Australian Open, but they didn't even let the guy back at the country. So where is he right now? I don't know. <laughs> He's somewhere <laughs> over the ocean. <laughs> Meandering. He's just, yeah. I And I know people are going to be like, well, uh, you're free. First of all, and this is a big. This is really pissing me off about conservatives right now. This is big in the conservative world. They're all losing their shit over Djokovic, and also um, in New Zealand, this girl on TikTok. Right, she was here in the United States. She went back to New Zealand. She's quarantining under like a travel quarantine, and she's like wearing a bracelet, like this bl blue bracelet, to let everybody know that. Right she just got back from america and you know this is the deal okay people are losing their mind they're like why don't you just tattoo numbers on us oh give me a friggin break losing their mind so and then she said like they were saying that basically they were it was reported on this might have been infowars this might have been uh what's his name's thing alex jones's thing that they were like oh this is what they're doing in new zealand it's, like, it's not what they're doing they're not throwing bracelets on every new zealander it just happened to be this one girl who came back from traveling to a COVID hotspot, America, Ugh. and she was quarantining and identifying so people knew, like, hey, like, so that's yeah. kind of what it is. That's so that's bugging me right now. But also, here's the other part. New Zealand and Australia, it's not the United States of America. I know we want the whole world to be modeled after us, but these other countries can do whatever the fuck they want. You know, like the gun laws in Australia are vastly different than what we have here in the United States. Things are just different in other places. People are losing their minds. Yeah, they don't operate under the same laws we do. They don't. And it's like, if they don't want this guy back in their country, like he's not going back to the country. Like that's it. Yeah. It's over. Get over it. This is the same thing with, remember when Johnny Depp was trying to sneak these weird dogs back into, I forget where he was going. And they, they were just like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Like, you yeah. can't bring chewing gum into Singapore. Like, there's just certain weird shit that you just can't do at all these locations. Yeah. And that's their rules. That's what that's, you know, it is what it is. Agreed. Don't you think it's weird, though, that Australia was so stringent on COVID 
and they're on the other side of the world. I'm not going to check a map. I don't even think they're on planet Earth, but people tell me they are. As far as we know. They're so the fuck far away. How did they get it over there? I mean, first of all, travel. I think it was people travel. Tom Hanks, because that's where he was when he had it. But also, like, you'd think that these islands would be able to just shut this off, especially because a lot of them restricted travel. Like, Australia restricted travel for a long time. And New Zealand, New Zealand, when they get a case of COVID, they fucking shut down. Like it's everything. Like, like, like it's, it's, they go into, you know, lockdown mode. And it's, what's great about that, I'm not saying we should, you know, but the, they have a little over 5 million people is their population in New Zealand. So How far, many? 5 million Jeez. in New Zealand. I grew up with more people in my neighborhood. Yeah, that's less than the population of New York City. Yeah. So this is the whole country of New Zealand, 5 million people. They've had 52 deaths from COVID. 52. That's it. I mean, it's, a, it's still any death is bad, but 52 is a small number. Yeah. You know, they lock it down because they they realize they recognize the seriousness of it. They've had over 15,000 cases, which and that's not per day or anything. That's in total. That's so pretty, when, that's unbelievable. Isn't that, that's, you know, for, out of five million people, small place, they, they get a whiff of this thing and then they lock it down because they want to keep it under control. I think I mean, I'm not saying we should, you know. Sounds Lock like that's everything what you're down. Saying. Also, we sounds have, like you want to take away our guns. We have made, we have way more people, obviously, and way more uh, area to cover. I thought so you were going to say like, assholes. You probably should have said assholes. I'm not, you you could say that, but I it's just you know maybe we learn from other countries is all I'm saying. Every now and then, I mean, take it seriously is all I'm saying. It's it's not you know it's not the flu, or you know it's COVID. It's a different thing and it's deadly. So. That's all I'm saying. I was cackling because um, there was this Soprano. I'm in a couple of these like Sopranos Facebook groups. I don't even know why. Every now and then a post comes up. Yeah, I get that. Dude. Uh, no, I'm in like four of them because now I can't find where this is going to be now. It's going to drive me crazy. Also, is this the mayor of Chicago? I don't know who the mayor of Chicago is. Oh, okay. Because they keep making a big deal out of the mayor of Chicago. Looks like the the homeless woman that approached uh um whatchamacallit? Junior when he was losing his marbles and wandering around Newark. I have no idea. Anyway, do you remember when they found out that Vito was gay? Mm-hmm. And um <laughs> fucking Bobby Bacala goes, I know one thing. I don't think he's should be allowed back in this his so this social club. Like, we can't have him back in the social club. And then the other guy goes, like, he's got to go. Like, he yells at him like that. It was, oh, here it is. I found it. (laughs) (laughs) This is so fucking funny, dude. So there's Bobby Bacala. And 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 the caption is, well, he can't play in the Australian Open no more. That much I do know. And the other guy goes, Australian Open. He's got to go. He's got to go. He's not allowed in the country. Anymore. I mean, that's fucking funny. Yeah, that's what they did. They said Australian Open. <laughs> no, no, no. He could watch it on TV, He's but go. he can't. He can't be anywhere near this country, pal. <laughs> hey, when you're a dick, 
This is, you know, this is the consequences for being a dick. <coughs> oh, I thought that was so fucking funny. It caught me so <laughs> funny when I read that the other day. I mean, I was in the middle of a fever dream, too, so that could have been part of it. I'm not sure. Yeah, you're a little off today. I'm so fucking gone. It's not even funny. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, sorry. So he's deported, and where, where is he from? He has to go back to... Uh... Well, Australia, I think. Oh, he is from Australia. So yeah, he's from Australia, him. yeah. Oh, I think so. Oh, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I got it wrong. I don't know. Can you be deported from your own country? Where do you go? That's why I thought they did, but that makes sense. Maybe they just won't let him in. I don't know. I didn't bother looking. I just wanted to bring up the meme. So everybody yeah. could laugh We're going to get ripped up from the, for that one. <laughs> you don't know where he's from? Do your research. Yeah, I don't even give a shit. Who cares? I don't care. I, like, I don't even care anymore. It doesn't, you know, if people want to, like, boot people, it's, I'm, like, fine with it. I just, I don't, I can't care any longer. I just can't. But Anthony, they're going to boot you next. I know. I know. I know. They're coming for me next. I get it. You're a big threat. I get it. I mean, I, I get it, but it's just, you know, like, I feel like people got their roles and that's. Hey, that's don't it. lie about getting vaccinated. Don't be a yeah. giant, giant jerk. That's all. End of um, story. I, I, I can't kick this. I can't kick this COVID, by the way. I can't. Kick so it. what day are you counting the days? What day are we on here? Tuesday was the first day of real sin. Tuesday morning, I thought I was going to die. Tuesday was your first full day of symptoms. First full day when I Waking woke up. up. Okay. I was like, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to fucking make it. All right. So. I don't know if I said this. I couldn't really say it too, too loud to people because then my wife would be crazy and I forget my mother would be nuts. But I woke up and my head was fucking spinning. It hurt so bad. I was in such a cloud. And then I started getting chest pains. I was like, oh, this is going to be fast. I'm like, this is going down fast. I'm like, oh, this boy. is not gonna happen by the afternoon the chest stuff was kind of gone so i was less worried about that but um here we are almost a week later and i still i had a hundred point one temperature today cannot fucking kick it and the achiness and the fatigue and everything are you taking anything like to bring the fever down and the achiness yeah well you know you read the rules they say you got to be without fever for 24 or I thought it was 24 hours. Somebody today told me 72 hours before um, you could, like, return to society. Let me see. I, I, we said it the other day, but I can't learn. Yeah, see. it doesn't even matter. But the thing is, is, like, I, um, I, yeah, I don't know. I just can't. And then it, it just, like, it goes up at random. Like, even in the thick of it, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and fr Friday was... We missed a show. You know me. I don't fucking miss these things. Yeah. I couldn't do it, man. I just couldn't fucking do it. Those four days were the worst. And I would be fine one minute and then all of a sudden feel awful the next minute. I go, I don't know. Let me take my temperature. And I take my temperature and it'd be 102. And I and I would I, I knew like as I would take my temperature after I wasn't feeling well and I'd be back down to 98.6 or 99, whatever. And be fine and be like, okay, I feel okay. And then get that feeling again and, all, and take my time. 102. It's like unbelievable. It's, okay, here's the other weird thing. Go ahead. Yeah. You were no, it say. says on the CDC website, it says take uh, necessary precautions. Like if you have symptoms, uh, take precautions until day 10, meaning stay home, wear a mask around everybody else uh, for 10 full days. 
avoid travel, avoid being around people high risk. Yeah, this five day bullshit that they did, that's the worst thing that they could have done. Get okay. Well, let me see. Take precautions until. And let me tell you why. Because five days after for me was what? Saturday? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday was the fifth day. So Sunday? Even today, like if I had a job to to go to, Mm -hmm. I would have, I couldn't do it. Well, it's, it's ending isolation. If you had symptoms End isolation after five full days, if, if you are fever free for 24 hours without the use of fever reducing medication and your symptoms are improving. See, now I'm feeling better. Like I feel considerably better. Like I said, there's a difference between Tuesday and Tuesday to Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a difference between Friday and Saturday. Like that, I, mean, I feel the difference. Like it I also feel says if you were severely ill with COVID, you should isolate for at least ten days. Consult your doctor before ender, ending isolation. Yeah. Would I, you I, consider yourself as being severely ill? I wasn't close to going to the hospital, except for that first day, that first morning, right? Where I was like, this. If this keeps up, this is. It, I, I said to myself, if this progresses, like if this is the beginning, I'm fucked. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt. Yeah. Because I thought, oh, Omicron, easy. Does everybody saying this is mild and simple? But uh, who I don't knows know. if you had Omicron? Yeah, I don't think I did. You could have got Delta. Because I still fucking got it. Like I still like the aches. If I sit, because that's all I want to do is sit down and lay down. If I get up. It looks like I like when your grandmother with arthritis when she was ninety fucking got up and took her forty five minutes to get. That's how I feel, you know. I'm all fucked up. Yeah, but you're okay. better than day one. Way better than day one. Right. Here's the weird thing: I'm sitting, I'm eating a bag of chips, mm-hmm. right, and I'm like, I can taste this. No big deal. Right. Three minutes later. By the way, God bless McDonald's for delivery. McDonald's delivers now. Did you know that? Like they deliver. Well, like, they deliver. They have their own delivery, and that's I think not... they use DoorDash and Uber. But you can go on to the McDonald's app, and you could order directly from the app. So, are you paying DoorDash and McDonald's now? No, because it's I. I don't know what we paid, but it wasn't. It was like nothing. It was like ninety nine cents, or it was a nothing fee. And in fact, they don't tack on the billion fees that like Uber or Door. You know, you get that like, oh, then it's thirteen dollars, and then tip the driver fourteen. You know, it's like holy shit, this is forty dollars and nothing. Right. You know, um, McDonald's. You go right to the app, which was key because my wife was knocked out, I was knocked out, and we had to feed the kids. Still, I mean, we only ordered McDonald's once, but still, like that night, it was like a godsend. We were like, can't do it. Can't even stand over the kitchen and heat up a mac and cheese. Right. We were like, let's just order McDonald's. So I was eating chips. Their McDonald's came. And uh, my wife, you know, ordered a couple of nuggets, extra nuggets. So she gave me a nugget. I put the nugget in my mouth like three minutes after I was eating the chips, Frank. Could not taste the nugget. That's weird, right? Went from full taste to nothing. Nothing. And then back again. Like it, it, like it doesn't. There's zero consistency in any. Outside of the the head cloudiness, the chest congestion, and the achiness, zero consistency in any of the other symptoms. Zero. Man. And I was I, there was something else I ate the other day. I can't remember what it was, but I was like, this just doesn't taste right. 
it, mm. I could taste something. It just didn't taste like the food that it actually wow. was. That's that's strange. Which is strange. And my wife loves Diet Coke, and she said she cannot taste the the so it it tastes like battery acid. She said, "Man, she's like I can't drink Diet Coke." Is it back? Is you taste back? Yeah. Today today I had no taste issues today. But like I said, it, like it, the it's the nugget time in and out. Yeah, a couple other times it was just in and out. Man. So I'm talking to my mother who's panicking obviously throughout all of this because that's what my mother does. And she says to me, she goes, if you don't feel good, you when was this? Saturday or Sunday? She goes, if you don't feel good, you have to go to the hospital. And I said, no, I'm feeling better. I just I'm not feeling great yet I, I feel better than i did but i just don't feel good still like i can't like if i do something for a half hour like i told you did i say this on the show or before we started the show like there were times where i couldn't even start an hour episode of a show i was streaming because i was like i can't yeah. commit i'm too tired i can't commit to this you just gotta rest as much as you can man that's all it is is sleeping i like i'll go down like I'll get up and then I'll be like, oh, I'm a little tired and I'll sleep for four hours straight and then get up again and feel okay for a half hour and then could go down again for another three, four hours. That's basically yeah. what this has all been. So anyway, I'm talking to my mother, Frank, and she says to me, <laughs> she says the most old Italian lady shit that an old Italian lady. I'll send you say. some soup. No, <laughs> even bigger. She topped that mountain. Okay. She, Outside of the Sopranos thing, this was the hardest I fucking laughed. She says to me, she goes, if you don't feel good, you should take yourself to the hospital. I said, no, I feel better. I just can't kick this. I can't do anything yet. I can't do normal, you know, activities. She said, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, cut up onions and put onions under your feet. <laughs> what? <laughs> What did you just say to me? She goes, yeah, yeah, no, onions under your feet will get rid of What the hell is that? So I literally laughed for five minutes straight. And I said, where did you hear this? I said, where did you come up with this? And in typical old lady fashion, an old Italian lady fashion, where do old Italian ladies get information from? Other old Italian oh, lady. She goes, I was talking. <laughs> that is, that's insane. Yes. I was talking to Angie and Angie told me. Oh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You didn't tell me Angie said this. <laughs> now, believe me, listen, I love my Aunt Angie. This is not a slight against her. My cousin Christine, this is what she told me, though. She said, she goes, I was talking to Angie and Christine, who's Angie's daughter had covid and she had it for two weeks and she couldn't get rid of it and she put onions on her and put socks on and then she felt better and i'm looking at my mother because this was on facetime and i go boy i wonder if it had anything to do with the fact that it was after two weeks that it finally just <laughs> that's like that old simpsons thing like uh yeah you see you see this mug this mug keeps away tigers and you go what no tigers around, right? <laughs> I don't see any tigers in this room. I haven't had so a tiger. So it must be working. Yeah. Since the mug came. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Onions under the feet. Maybe she's onto something. She... No. 
I sent to her. I said, why haven't you called Fauci yet? He could yeah. use this help. He's getting killed by Rand Paul. It was right in front of their faces the whole time. <laughs> Onions under the feet. Forget all the science and the studying and the vaccines. You should go to Nona and figure out what the... What the right? I mean, have they tried it, to be fair? <laughs> they get, they're in the, the, in the lab with their science and their test tubes. <laughs> and they're the onions. Did anybody Under try it? I told you guys. Under the feet. Did anybody try that, the onions? How was that even discovered? Did somebody step on an onion and then instantly start to feel better from COVID? I don't even know. I don't I don't know. But, I heard that like either onions or the only thing I knew about onions and feet or garlic and feet was the thing. Like if you rub garlic on like a, on your foot, like you start to you, you could you'll stink you, you, your whole body like it comes out of your pores or something. No, that's comes from that's, that's that a, something Is that that's an old? A, a slight against Italians that if you eat garlic, it just comes pouring. No, out no, of your no, pores. no, not not that. It's like some weird thing with your feet. I don't I don't know. I'm looking it up. But you know my mother. I mean, said it to me with all, as serious as anybody could, like, listen, I was talking to Angie, and she she let me in on the secret. <laughs> put onions on the bottom, and then put socks on to keep to hold the onions in the place. <laughs> oh okay, so garlic, you know, according to the interwebs, is this is this anangie.com? This is anangie.com. Okay. If you rub garlic on your feet, it contains a, a molecule called allicin, A-L-L-I-C-I-N, which has properties of both water and oil. And it can permeate the skin in your feet, travel through your blood all the way to your mouth and nose, and you'll swear you can taste the garlic. Uh, uh, bu- 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 and that the room has a oh, that strong I can kind garlic. Of that's that's a pun. The garlic's a pungent. Uh, yeah. So. I mean, Stings the it's nostrils. gonna. It's a, it's, once you touch garlic, it's all. It's on your fingers for three days. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. insane. No matter how many times you wash your hands, shower, whatever. I cut up garlic for dinner, and oh, dinner news. I have. I actually used the smoked paprika. Well, this is breaking story. This is breaking news. In a recipe that I and I cooked with it. I didn't just sprinkle it on like popcorn or something. I cooked with the smoked paprika we made um fajitas uh, it only took you a year and a half to use that smoked paprika once i mean i i poured it on like i was putting out a fire with it but <laughs> i i mean <laughs> I, I gotta use this before it goes bad how long does it take for smoked paprika gonna go bad i don't know but it was good I don't know, but they tell you that spice rack you should kind of flip it over every like six months or something. And I know people have had spices in there for four and a half years. Yeah, no, I, I don't have that. I don't even have a rack. I just have a, a like a window ledge in my kitchen that we put the spices on. Have a smoke. Pa- Did you put the smoke paprika in the sink thingy by any chance? It's not. In, it's pretty close to the sink thingy, but it's not in the sink thingy. Okay. All right. Because the sink thingy is holding soap and other soap. Soap and sponges and other accoutrement. Other soap items. Right. Um, all right. So that that's the latest. So if anybody is suffering through COVID out there, I'm no Joe Rogan, but my mom says that Angie told her that onions on the bottom of your feet yeah. do the trick. It's not Doctor Angie, by the way. It's just it's just <laughs> Aunt Angie. And this is not a slight against Aunt Angie because I love Aunt Angie. You kidding? She is the best. But this is how Italian medicinal philosophy begins. It's just. Right 
one person saying it to some other concerned mother. I said person. I should correct myself. It's one concerned mother saying it to another concerned mother, and they're worried to death over it because that's all they have to do is worry about their kids all day. And this is how people start walking around with onion feet. Can you imagine you're like, I don't know, somewhere like you go to a, a neighbor comes over your house for like for, for dinner and they have to take off, you know, you have a rule in your house to take off your shoes and you see like their socks are all bulgy and weird. You go, what's going on? No, oh, it's just the onions in my socks. That, you know, just battle with COVID. Get, yeah. Got what? the onion socks going. Uh, yeah. I'll leave my house, please. This is delicious, Kramer. I prepared it as I bathed. <laughs> Germs. <laughs> I watched last night. I watched Kenny Rogers Roasters. That one. Oh, great episode. Well, maybe, maybe one of the best. One of my favorites. Uh, I, I couldn't stop laughing through that whole freaking thing. When he it's orders so the, the honey mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Vile weed. And he pounds on the yeah. desk. It's <laughs> such a good episode. You know my friend Bob Sacramento? I thought that was Kramer's friend. <laughs> well, he called last night about 3 a.m. We got to talking. He sells hats in the park. 50 bucks. That's <laughs> so good. <laughs> so it also reminds me of that scene of Donnie Brasco when he's like, uh, take off your shoes. He's like, I'm not taking off my shoes. <laughs> it's like, why? You got you wearing a wire or you got onions on your feet? Right. Um, this sick son of a bitch. Did you hear about this uh pastor, Mike Todd? All I know is he spit on I thought it was an old like viral TikTok video or some crap. I don't know what it was, so I just went by it. Well, what is it? Yeah, so he, he this all right, we'll credit Jewish I don't mind. Jewish resistor. I don't know if that's supposed resistor? to be Oh, maybe it's resistor. No, resistor. How do you oh, spell yeah, maybe. It? How are you it? I thought it was supposed to be register, but maybe it is the Jewish the ginger. Jewish ginger resistor. Resist. Okay. You just yeah. you could do whatever you want on it on, on <laughs> Twitter. You are, you are, you are gone, my friend. You can pick whatever name you want; it doesn't really matter. But here's there's the pastor right there, and he's given a sermon. Frank, you let me know if this is like too loud or whatever. The guy on the left is the pastor. The guy on the left is the pastor. Okay. It clearly yet, but you hit. Oh God, no! He spit in his hand. And this is where. He's in the middle of a sermon. He just spits right in his hand. He's holding his hand. He's like holding the spit in his hand. And there's a guy next to him in a hat. Nice gentleman just sitting there. And he, he clearly called him up from the audience. And he's going to use him as an example. Most people would not face Jesus anymore. What most people would do is turn away. Oh, God, he spit again in his hand. Spit again in his hand. And he's just holding spit in his Why hand. Why is he doing this? Is there... Oh, God. He's giving you a message on Jesus, Frank. Pay attention. Oh, okay. What, what I'm telling you... What I'm telling you... It's just as he's physically standing here, knowing what's coming. God's saying, can you physically and spiritually and emotionally be able to stand when getting the vision or receiving it might get nasty. Uh, I'm going to say it in a point just like that. Receiving vision from God might get nasty. You mean 
God, I just bought, in crazy faith, I just bought my dream car. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. What is happening here? I watched this thing four times, and I still know what he's talking about. But I'll tell you what's weird. There's a way about him where I can listen. I don't know if it's the, the timber in his voice or what it is, but I can listen to this guy speak for hours. Yeah, but if he was going to hawk another one, I would have removed my headphones. I don't think I could listen to one more of those hawks. And now you're going to ask me to sell it back and ride in the hoopty again? Hoopty. Yeah, because the vision I'm about to give you. Oh, God. It might get nasty. He's smearing it in his hands. Oh. And he's putting it on the guy's face now like it's a fucking, oh. look at this. Why? Oh. Look, you can, and do you, oh, God. do you hear and see the responses of the people? Oh, my God. Yes, you just rub spit on what, somebody's what face, you? you crazy bastard. Oh, God. For anybody listening and not it watching, he put it all over the guy's face standing next to him. And it like dripped. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw. And up. there was a spit string hanging off his nose. <laughs> oh, you gotta warn someone when you. D Come on, man. Oh God, that was so nasty. <laughs> Are you gonna puke? Are you gonna vomit? I'm not gonna vomit, but that was disgusting. <laughs> that was insane. Why? And the guy just stood there and, and like took it. <sighs> Dude, I mean, if you, we're friends for a long time. If you spit in your hand while I was standing next to you and you're just holding it, I'm there's one of two options. You're getting punched in the face or I'm walking away. That's the that's it. Standing there and taking it is not one of the options. No, I, I not if, if I'm the kind of person that would spit in my hand and rub it on your face. I feel like, you'd know, that I'm that type of person by now. I, I wouldn't do that to you. Yeah, I don't even know what this guy is how you just reacted. It's how the people in your life will react when God is doing what it takes for the miracle. What are you saying? This man was blind and what he was trying to do with this man is give him his DNA. I, what? I don't know. I don't even know what the fuck the guy's talking what? about. But he looks like he's got a packed house there. I don't know who follows these people. I really I, don't. I can't. I mean, I. I'm 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 baffled at why. I mean, the only want... way that could have been worse is if he told the guy to put onions under his feet. That's the only way that would have been more embarrassing. I prefer the onions, to be honest with you. That if he would have like handed me an onion and said, "Put this in your shoes." Yeah. I mean, I would have been like, "Why?" Maybe, but I prefer that. I hocked in it. Yeah. Now, when I first saw that, like, oh, the guy like spit in the guy's face, I wasn't picturing it to being that disgusting like it's amazing that you could know how disgusting something's going to be and then when you actually watch it you're like holy shit he found a way to, to make, make it more even, disgusting yeah because it wasn't just to it was like he put he kept it, it in the back his, of the throat it was yeah. marinating and it wasn't All even right. just spit Stop. it was next spit next up, next and like palm sweat yeah no we got marinating it. no just, not that. and then he Basted well, it on the guy like it was a fucking turkey. <laughs> What's the next subject, please? <laughs> you roll on. <laughs> Didn't help uh, that I've been downing Hershey Kisses. No. Milk chocolate for the last uh, hour. We're going to get those Hershey Kisses up.
And the guy just stood there for two was minutes. Was this an audience member or was this like someone with, with the guy? I think so. I, does I, he do this? Like, does that guy go with him from town to town and get spit in his face? I don't know. Look at this video. This woman just decked this pastor from behind. That's great. Why? I don't know. He spit on her? Doesn't matter. He deserved it. It's, I don't care what happened. I don't care what the... the uh, he, uh, that is fucked up. Did you see that? All right, we got to get in there. Oh, you're not looking at this. I just realized. I'm oh, like, you... what no, what is this? I just realized I took it off the screen. Oh, good, because I shouldn't be showing what I just showed. Oh, God, what happened? Anyway, I'll put this back on so you can see this one. Look at this woman. Oh, that's, why did. That's what a is macho that? man. Look at the way she looks. She's going at. She's going. <laughs> literally a macho man. Oh, album. man. I don't know what happened there. Who I was knew? thinking, all right, he went down off the stage. Maybe he's okay. But then all of a sudden you see his feet come up. <laughs> he is head first. <laughs> he took some head from behind. Why did she? Do we know why? No, I have no idea why. Oh, I don't God, know. It's terrible. Yeah. So anyway, this guy's fucked up. That's, that's, uh, eef. I mean, he got our attention, but yeah, I'm, that's not a, that's no. No, he no apparently he does all kinds of crazy shit like that. I don't know. I mean, but you want to get COVID. That's a good way to get COVID. That is a good way to get COVID. Um, DirecTV is saying that they are going to not enter into a new contract with OANN. Oh, sucks to be them. Yeah, the One American News Network. They're parting ways with the satellite television company. It was confirmed to CBS News on Friday. Um, Bye-bye. DirecTV. Here's what annoys me about DirecTV. I thought it was direct TV. It, it's it's not. one word. It's direct TV. It's yeah. It's direct TV. It's one word. It's what not direct, direct TV. TV. Yeah, it's, it's weird. direct TV. Yeah, it's, there's, I, I feel like there should be two T's in that. Like right. when you go to like uh, a mall and there's the directory. Right. You turn on your TV, you're turning on your direct TV. Yeah. Uh, we informed Harry Networks that following a routine internal review, we do not plan to enter into a new contract when our current agreement expires, a DirecTV exposed person said in a statement. A uh, spokesperson noted that the television company will continue to carry uh, the network through their existing agreement. OANN will still be available on Verizon Fios and a few other small distributors. This is after the... Oh, by the way, to know this, YouTube suspended OANN's account for violating its coronavirus misinformation policy. Good. Goodbye. Yeah. I hate it, though. Our, our videos have been taking a bit. Have you seen? Our videos have been taking a beating lately. Why? We've been talking, oh, we've been talking about oh, coronavirus. We've been saying COVID. And so? getting shadow banned and demonetized and the whole thing. is all fucked we'll have up. to talk about it. Don't, we're not spreading misinformation. It doesn't see it that way. It just It's like, oh, this is here. Like, just shit on it. Uh, see, that's not cool. Again, I got a I got a rash of people that were like, I'm even even like when I when we go live and the show starts, like I always get a notification. I haven't gotten a notification in like two and a half weeks. Like it's like it just doesn't show up on my own. I'm subscribed to my own channel and it does not fucking pop up when I've, I've noticed that a couple of times. Yeah. And it would happen from time to time. I noticed it, too. And people write about it all the time. But, I mean, I have not gotten a notification, and I don't even know how long. Anyway, this is after they were saying that AT&T is to blame for OANN because somebody over there was like, hey, we need, like, a right-wing channel. And so, like, supposedly 
AT&T, which is DirecTV. AT&T owns DirecTV. Um, they got two T-T- They got two T's there. See what I'm saying? They could lend T over. It would just be at then. AT. That's true. Um, but they were like, they were basically <clears throat> keeping them afloat because who the fuck is paying for this shit? I mean, I know, I know a lot of conservatives that don't watch that shit. Like they just can't wrap their heads around OANN, you know. Yeah, or Newsmax or any of these other these, these places are so desperate for attention it's not even funny. I mean, if you want the worst news like station, then OAN OANN is your place. If you want to, yeah, yeah. If you want to hate everybody in the world, then go to OANN. And this is not an anti-conservative thing. It's just that they're in last place, and the ones in last place have to be so desperate to make up ground, and they just don't have any sort of. They don't. They don't give a shit. Newsmax doesn't give a shit. No. You know, and so they certainly I, I don't. Give I don't know a how shit. they call it news. I mean, it's just, it's just biased. I mean, it's all biased. But this is like extreme. It's extreme bias. Right. Exactly. And if CNN and Fox News have become such shit, the ones that are trailing them by a billion, they're mm-hmm. they're going to be even worse. So that's kind of what's happening. But I just found that interesting that AT and T is basically floating this network, keeping them alive. And they caught a bunch of flack for it when that story broke. And now all of a sudden they're like, you know what? Fuck it. We're not. And here's the thing with that, too. You know, I guess, you know, people will jump on this and say cancel culture. But fact of the matter, when it comes down to it is it's these decisions are business decisions. They're economic. Yeah. If you're not fucking pulling your weight. You're out. And that's, that's the thing. Everybody's like, oh, you know, they shouldn't have like laws to get rid of these things or anything like that. Fine. But then the same people are like. If you don't want these things to exist, then don't shop there. That kind of thing. Right. But when that is happening and people react and go, you shouldn't have this. That's the company's reaction to their customers saying, we don't want this anymore. You know, that's the, that's the right process. Yeah. So. That's, Agree. Uh, and Coulter, Coulter saying that Donald Trump is done. She hates Trump. Yeah, she does. I never I, thought I would agree with Ann Coulter on <laughs> anything but she she does not like him and she she calls him a phony and all this thing all this stuff uh a fraud all that you know yeah there was a rumor the other day and this is kind of piggybacking off of that that trump called DeSantis dull and i was like where, where the fuck is this coming from all of a sudden he's taking these we know he said the first thing that he should declare his vaccinations or his booster status right we know he said that because he fucking said it in public but then there was this huge story the other day about the fact that he said he was, I'm not buying that because they were like, oh, in private. I'm like, they're just making shit up again. That's yeah. that's just fucking made up. Maybe. Um, but like the, I think the world wants to see these two kind of go at it. And I think they will in a primary for sure. Cool. Um, uh, Trump and DeSantis. Oh, I thought you meant Ann Coulter. I was like, Ann oh, Coulter's no, running no. for... I'm like, that's weird. Nobody really gives a shit about Ann Coulter anymore. I mean, but it's amazing. Like, like people hate. Like, Ann Coulter was the the scum of the fucking Democratic Party. Like, they hated her, and now they're like, you know, he's making some good points these days. That the Conservative Ann Party, you mean? <laughs> well, the Democrats thought she was a scumbag. Oh, yeah. You know. Well, she's, she's a lot of racist talking points and everything, but she's still popular on the uh, conservative front. And then she says something anti-conservative like that. Yeah. It, it just it makes a it makes a wave. I can't help it though. I'm attracted to when people turn on their own parties. I'm attracted to that story because I feel like it's honest. Because I yeah. can't stand it when people just fall into rank and file 
when you know that those people specifically disagree with a particular issue and they're just like, oh, you know, exactly. up there giving the talking points on Fox or CNN and they're just going through the mo That drives me crazy. You're just wasting everybody's fucking time. Yeah, I agree. Just wasting everybody's time. Um, I should have teased this more. Celebrity birthdays up at the top. We have Betty White's last uh, or one oh, of the her last photos. Yeah. Just a few days uh, before she died, right? Yeah, let me bring that up for you. Here's the other amazing thing. It's obviously MLK Day, Betty White's yes. birthday. It's James Earl Jones's birthday. Ninety-one, and fucking Jim Carrey. Sixty for Jim Carrey. He does not look sixty. Sixty years old. Can you imagine Ace Ventura is sixty years old. Yeah, that's fucked up. But what's amazing is like. If people have been making a big deal too since Betty White died about the Golden Girls. Sure. And there's that meme going around that's saying like the Golden Girls were the same age as the Sex and the City Girls. And you look at the Sex and the City Girls and they look phenomenal. And you look at the Golden Girls and they just look like old ladies. Like, I don't know what happened, but everybody did really get younger. Well, I don't think, I think the Golden Girls, for the most part, didn't dye their hair. You know, they didn't, you know, go through all these surgeries and things. I'm not saying that people. That's hurtful. You know, You're going to have to apologize to the Sex and the City people. That's. Tell me they didn't get work done. Maybe they did. That. Maybe they didn't. But. I think most of it, honestly, why they look so young, Frank, onions yeah. under the feet. That's, that's probably what it is. Also, I mean, what's it called? I'm watching the Golden Girls. I love it. Did you know? I mean, this is maybe a popular thing. I think everybody kind of knew this, but Estelle Getty played Dorothy's mom on the Golden Girls, the mother, the little old lady. Yeah. Sophia is or was one year younger than Dorothy and Rose. Yeah. A year younger. And she played her mother. I think I knew that because I think you told me the other day. I, I tell you at least once a week. I only know that because of you, but yeah. It's my Monday morning text to you <laughs> every Monday. Did you know? Yeah. No, that's fucked up. But they look old. They look like old ladies. And you look at the Sex yeah. City Girls and they look, I don't know, they look amazing. So Jim Carrey looks amazing. I don't know. Yeah. They're in Golden Girls. They're only in their 50s. They're supposed to be. Supposed 50s. to be. And you look at people in their 50s now. I, I, yeah. Everybody looks younger. You know, it's again, we're all, there was a thing that Neil deGrasse Tyson said, which I thought was very, weird and and mind-boggling he said the he goes there's a theory that the person who is go the first person to be able to live forever has already been born hang on there's a say that again there's a theory he said that that the first person to be able to live forever has already been born already been born that's a crazy good theory and he goes and they're like, well, how? How is that possible? How could someone live forever? Because, well, with the technology that we're developing and the, you know, life expectancy age, like, let's say a life expectancy for this person who's already born, let's say he was going to live to a hundred, he or she. By the time he gets to close to a hundred, we'll have created such medicine and such technology that he'll be able to go to one fifty. And by the time he gets to 150, we'll have created an advance so much that he'll be able to go to 300 and et cetera, and et cetera, and et cetera. That's crazy. Yeah. 
There was a movie my father told me about. I don't know what it is, but that was that was the premise of the movie that they they found a way to keep people from dying. But then we ran into so many other problems of, i.e., overpopulate. Like you just you're nowhere to put people after a while. Yeah, that's that's a problem. It's a problem. People have to die. Jump into different planets and shit. Yeah. Anyway, here's Jim Carrey. This was his text today. Look, he looks like okay. There's a couple more lines on that face than there used to be, but he looks amazing. Yeah, and he's putting the old man face on, but right. He's always had lots of, you know, character obviously in his face. So you're gonna see. He's not wearing, you know, it's not like he has makeup on or anything. Yeah, no, like his lines are going to be worked out a little bit more than other people's lines. Right. And here's uh, here's Betty. Uh, this is the last picture. Our assistant put this picture up today. Yeah, that's the last. And for 99, holy not cow. Bad. She looks great. Yeah, not bad, man. She looked great. Yeah. You know, she does. She did look really, really good. So. Yeah, always, always hilarious. Yeah. The she best. Was, she was one in a million. She was great. I was gonna say we should talk about the what was the best Jim Carrey movie, but I, we don't have time. We got other topics to get through. Put it on the shelf for another Ace day. Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber. I like Dumb and Dumber. Remember we talked about this the other day? Like that, those were all in the same year. It was a lot. He did like three movies in one year. The Mask, I think, was also that year. Ace Ventura, The Mask, and would Dumber and Dumber be the third one? I think so. Might have been. Yeah. We got we to gotta debate Best Jim Carrey movie one day. Anyway, R.I.P. Betty, uh, Betty yes. White. And happy birthday, Jim Carrey and James Earl Jones. And James Earl Jones, 100%. Um, okay. Real or fake fact on TikTok. This came from TikTok. Let me give credit. I'm not going to play the video for you, but I'll give credit where credit is due. This came from... Derek Zane, nineteen eighty one, and he says that all recorded history only covers two percent of humans' existence, meaning that humans have been around for so long, but the amount of time that we started writing stuff down and actually recording stuff—that sounds right—is well, only two percent. Here's Which, the thing. Do you count like cave drawings? Yeah. Counting that. That's that's part of recorded history. When they started drawing on the on the on the walls. On the walls, you were documenting what was going on. Now I don't know if like obviously even even just a drawing of fire means they figured out fire at yeah. this time because they could see it and right. they could write it down. Yeah, no, it doesn't have to be a light, you know. Doesn't have to be a novel that they draw a yeah. picture of something that they saw. Yeah, that's what it is. Two percent. Two percent. Now, doesn't that make you think? What? What the hell was going on? All that other, like, what have well, we missed, and what do we not know about? Well, I think it's what we've missed and not known about is probably not as much as you would. I think I it's think just it's simple more. existence. I think it's more. Really, you think it's yeah. not just. I mean, I don't think it's anything more complicated than than humans just being around and existing. It's not like we had, you know. I feel like if there was anything major, like government and all and all these kind of civil, we would have recorded it. In some we would have had the ability to record it. I think it was just humans in human form, just not as advanced 
I guess. Maybe we'll find something. And I also I also think that they were writing it down or were recording it, and either we haven't found it or it was from so long ago that it just deteriorated. Test test yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing, too. I mean, when we have to nail down when language developed. Because think about this, Frank. When something happens right now, what's the first, if you're out and there's a big commotion, what's the first thing that you do? Well, what kind of commotion? Just a regular, like somebody starts screaming or somebody starts fighting. What's the first thing people do? Well, people take out their phone and record it. Yeah. We have this inert thing. Like journals are the dumbest thing. Like dumbest thing. Every like people love journal. Like there's journals this are thing. Fine. That, What's wrong with journals? I'm just saying it's like oh let me break down my feelings and things. It's kind of fucking stupid. But we all do it. People people do it all the time. It's I'm not saying stupid. it's stupid. It's stupid. It's one of Anybody the dumb. Who keeps journals out there. It's 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 a fine thing to do. I'm not making fun of you. I think it's it's totally normal. But it's fucking stupid. Like all the other stupid oh, shit you're we do. Stupid. I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty stupid, like wearing a football jersey to a football game. Like, hey, go team. Stupid. Why is that stupid? It's. I wear hockey jerseys to hockey games. It's stupid. I could admit That's not that. Stupid. It's, it's a stupid thing to do. You're supporting your team. You're rooting for your team. If you're on the, let's say it's the Ranger game. If you're or the Islander game, you're an Islander. You're, you're skating yeah. around. You look up. You see the whole crowd wearing Islander jerseys. That's gonna boost your morale and and give your team a little. It's not stupid. Yeah, we do a lot of stupid things. I'm not doubting that. We definitely do a lot of stupid things, but I don't think writing in journals and wearing jerseys is stupid. A number one stupid thing that we do, this is one of my favorite, this is classic Anthony bit. If you're out and somebody says, I think it's raining. You stick your hand up. (laughs) It doesn't get more stupid than this. Hey, sometimes you're... That's the top of your head thing. is not as as sensitive <laughs> because of your hair than than your hand. I guess everybody goes. Uh, <laughs> kind of like let me put the the rain antenna out. <laughs> this is my rain detector. <laughs> it's the stupidest thing. It's ever. a foolproof rain detector. We come with it built in. Yeah, I'm just saying. We there's a lot of things that we do that are kind of stupid, and I'm not picking on journaling people. It's fine if you journal. I think it's great. Journals uh, but, are wonderful. But it's one of those things that we can't really explain why we do it and we do it and we find it helpful. You know what I mean? Like it's it's it actually can be healing. And, you know, there's there's a, you could go up and down the many things of why. So why is it stupid? I mean, it's just, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know, it's just kind of silly a little. It's not silly. You're 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 silly. I think, well, the let's go back. Let's not lose the original point, which is I think we've always had that as people. So I think there were people that were doing that or at least trying to do it. And, you know, whatever. Disintegrated. Well, were we advanced enough? To before ca- No, no, no. Before cave drawings and all that stuff. Right before that. what? what I mean, there was no language, probably. If there was, I feel like if we were advanced enough to have a language and understand each other when we made noises, we would have been, I don't know, maybe we weren't advanced enough to be able to record it in some way. Because Well, I think you would have caught a couple of those years beforehand. Is that what you're saying? Because I think people would have passed along stories and things. Yeah, pass along stories is one thing. That's not recorded history. But I think, like, as far as, like, what, what like, was said, like, when you think about the amount of stuff that's just left behind, 
All right, let me tell you about my new like YouTube obsession. I found this guy, and he just does walking tours of New York City. Mm-hmm. So he just goes like, I want to get this guy on the podcast because I'm just so obsessed with his channel. He'll just be like, um, you know, we're going to go to che- we're doing Chelsea today. And he just walks around Chelsea and he goes, oh, here's a, he just walks by these buildings and he points them out and explains the historical value of these buildings. So he was doing a live stream I was watching and somebody asked him, you know, because the Dutch settled New York City first. They're basically the ones who kind of started the whole party here in New York. And they were like, well, are there, do you, like, is there anything from, because he, he kind of always, he makes a lot of the same points over and over again because it's just the nature of the beast. It's what it is, you know? And somebody was like, why don't you talk more or show more of like what the Dutch, you know, thing was? And he's like, we don't have anything. And that like messed me up because I was like, we don't, they, there weren't, there's no cameras, photographs. You didn't have that. You didn't have people drawing it, writing it. Like they, like now there was recorded history at that time, but nobody like stopped and was like, here's the map and here's where the brook ends and here's where the bridge over the brook is and here's where we go I for think the. There's, I think that exists. That's just not practically, on the streets, you know. He I'm said sure practically nothing. He said, the, the, honestly, the one weird thing that survived from the original Dutch settlements was the names of the streets, which is why well, you have like Stone counts. Street and yeah. But that, but that's not like there's no physical like you, we can't see what Manhattan was like when the Dutch were living here because yeah, nobody of course you wrote can. It down. No, not that. No, people have recorded the history of it. We know that it happened because of history. It's not well, like yeah, anybody nowadays was alive back then, so we know about it because of recorded history. But of course, as the city developed and and you know advanced and and you know, more buildings were built, stuff gets knocked down and newer stuff gets put up. That's different from, you know, uh, Neanderthals and cavemen, you know, plus there were fewer, like right now there's almost 7 billion people in the world, in the world, thousands and thousands of years ago, there were not a lot of people, you know, yeah, uh, there was this other thing that was like, we, I forget what year they discovered like the first dinosaur bone. But it was way too recent for yeah, any... nobody was digging. Nobody was yeah. worried about any of that. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird how much recent history there is that we just base a lot of stuff on. Yeah, and it's kind of like lot. there's all this other time that we just have no idea what happened. None. Well, it's not none. A it's lot of it the... is assumption. Well, and... Yeah, but there's a lot of like in recent history if you want there's because of people that were in charge and there's a lot of stuff gets repressed and but in the last couple hundred years more and more stuff has happened that can be recorded but like yeah things like in the last doubt like from 10,000 AD to like you know I mean 10 uh, 1000 AD to like 12 or 13 1400 a lot of shit was like under wraps like they didn't really spread you know yeah there's a lot of history being kind of which is odd because if you look at the rate of documentation that is happening now yeah everything it's insane of course and that's uh, you know that's natural as as we develop more ways to document that's it's just but gonna this, be this doesn't weird you out like think about all the things that happen 
that you just there's no way of absolutely knowing absolutely oh i mean because then you thought you go oh look how, how many lives you know all the, the billions of people who came before us all had their own lives and did their own thing and yeah there's no way for us to know what they did except for the really really significant things like but doesn't you know, that feel a little matrixy to you too where it's like who knows how advanced like we've found some civilizations and learned some stuff and now we all kind of know oh okay this was the 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 i forget what the lost civilization was you know and it got covered and they found it and you know and then we're like oh okay they had huts the, and the they, mayans and the yeah they go oh, okay they lived or there was or the mayans they had a calendar they figured out a calendar like okay cool but like all that shit prior to that like i don't well, know it's I feel like if they were advanced enough to come up with all these kinds of crazy things like account, like they, they would be able to record it. I feel like the first thing, like recording it is part of the process. Like if you made, if they made the wheel, there'd be record of the wheel. Not, I'm not talking about something written down. I'm talking about the actual wheel would be somewhere found or it would be something would like, if they are advanced enough to make the wheel mm-hmm. and fire, then they should be advanced enough probably to have other, traits that would help them like draw on the rocks you know or you know uh, tell a story you know keep it going you know so i don't think a lot was happening caveman wise i think little steps were being taken and then once then there are giant leaps that get taken once they learn how to build better then giant leaps are you know there's a lot of crawling and i i feel like in human history and then all of a sudden we start running then there's a little more crawling then we start running because we discovered something new. But within the last 100, 150 years or so, we're always running because the computer chip, yeah. you know, all this all this stuff that come that came out, we're in the middle of a running period, I think. But we know, it's funny, because we know that humans were in existence. Thousands of years. Time. Right, we know that. But I don't know what, what the actual, let me see, oldest person. I want to see what the nine, oldest person 90, So basically 98% of humans existence we have no idea what it is we had no idea because it just wasn't recorded it wasn't written down captured put in a cave drawing Millions. painting picture 3.2 million year old uh, partial skeleton of lucy was the oldest fossil uh until now the oldest fossil skeleton of a human ancestor with 3.2 million years but uh Ardi, A-R-D-I, displaces Lucy as the oldest hominid skeleton. I'm trying to figure out how old that one is. 4.4 million years old. Lucy was only 1.2 million. So 4.4 million years old is the oldest hominid, humanoid, I guess, our stage of development. Millions of years of existence. Millions of years. We just don't know. We don't know. I feel like two percent is is high. <laughs> yeah. talking, you know, I mean, how happened, how much like, of recorded history? A couple thousand years, a few thousand years of recorded history, but yeah, we're talking four point four million years of human history. How far did they advance? What happened that they got wiped out or didn't make it? You know, plague, uh, dinosaur, did they, crater, it, rocket? Well, not dinosaur, but yeah. Um, well, how advanced also... was their technology? I mean, was right. they using tools? Were they using this? And that, you know. This guy I, also, yeah. Hold on. He, 
this guy. I'm just covers two percent. Okay, hold on. I mean, if we're talking cave drawings, maybe two percent is right. But there was more. There was people before Neanderthals. Is what he's saying. You know that were living. Well, was it people or was it the the stage of evolution before us? No, there were there were people. They were human. human. Yes. Out of the evolution, human being before Neanderthal. He also wait, hold on. A ground swath. Did you even know a ground swath existed? I know ground existed and I know swaths exist, but I never put them together. <laughs> this thing is like bigger than an elephant. Like just picture a huge Oh sloth? S L O T H. I think he's saying swath. Because I know of a sloth, like that's pretty big. I don't know, but but I think it's it, sloth, and that I knew about. I don't know, but anyway, like I tried to tell my kid that the other day. He's like, what? he's like, he was talking to me about dinosaurs, and I'm like, you know, up until a certain point, we didn't even know dinosaurs existed. We just didn't. We didn't. We never found a bone. Yeah. What else is out there like that? And then when you hear 98 percent of human existence wasn't recorded, you're like, holy shit! Like, yeah. Well, that's the thing, though. I think. It wasn't recorded, meaning 98. Does that mean that 98% of human existence wasn't really ex, like, not exciting, but like extraordinary? I don't know. Doesn't Was 98% of human existence just us, you know, hunting our food and living in caves? Doesn't it weird you out that you look at a year, one year, mm-hmm. now you know that this arty was around. Four million years ago. So that's a long ass time. That's a long ass time with a lot of people that we just know nothing about. But hey, the fossil the fossil remained, so there should be you know the the fact that they didn't have We know they existed. We just don't know they existed, but they did. What they did, which I can't imagine is a lot. Because if they were in any kind of advancement tools or things like that. They would have somehow documented, not in a language, maybe, but in a, you know, you draw a square or a or a tree, you know, just to copy, you know, a, you draw on a rock, you draw like a anything, a sun, you know. I'm sure that the, I can't imagine that the pre, what is his name, Artie, mm-hmm. humans were as developed, uh, you know what I mean, mentally. I don't know. A lot to think about. I'd love yeah. to hear people's theories in the comments. Uh, we got to move on to the next topic, Frank. I'm fading fast here. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, and I don't want to miss the two vagina girl topic. That's a big one. Okay. Jesus. Product testing that we're going to do Friday on the episode. This guy just poured himself a glass of pickle juice. Now, what a- kind of pickle juice? There's a lot of different kinds. So I got to see which one it is. All right. I'll go back to the beginning. Hold on. Let me refresh here. Because if we're going to do this, does it say what? Does he say what kind? He doesn't say, but it looks like it's pickle slices. Okay. And just says pickle juice. Because if it's bread and butter, I can't do that. I'm not a big bread and butter pickle fan. I think any any one of you are choosing. He dunks an Oreo cookie into pickle juice, eats it, and says it's good. Now, this is this particular guy. I don't know what this guy's name is, but oh, one big pike is the guy. Now, party shirt, these guys, what they do is they fact check internet stuff. So they're going to come on the screen in a second. You'll see them. They, here's the two guys. They tried it themselves and they said it was good. Okay. So, the, all right. So there's the, 
Oh, he lost his. Start. Yeah, he had to start over again. All right. Wait a I think these guys are in Australia where they don't have COVID, so they're a little, you know, they're behind. He's really getting it in there. Yeah, he really jammed to, it in there. You don't have to, like. Okay. And they say it's pretty closely. good. Okay. So we're going to try that Friday on this show. That's going to be Friday's product testing. We're plugging it in advance because if you want to try it along with us. Yeah, get your Oreos and pickle juice going. Get it ready. Don't have we'll it try before. It. No, we want to try it at the same time. Try it all at the same time. We'll do that on Friday's uh, that'll episode. Be, that'll be fun. Do you find that I, this is weird. Sometimes I'll dunk, I, sometimes I, each individual batch of Oreos mm. has their own dunking timing. No, you're nuts. I don't think I am. Sometimes I'll dunk you. an Oreo. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a sloshy mess. I, I know what you said. I think it has to do with the age of the package of Oreos. I don't think it does. Okay. Then I don't know what to tell you. Because I'll open up like a fresh pack sometimes, and it'll take way longer to soak through that cookie than it does at other times. And I don't think it has anything to do. I mean, maybe how long it's been sitting on the shelf for, but not in my house. Well, let's consider the factors. You got the age of the Oreo. The freshness of the Oreo. Then you got what kind of milk are you using? I always always, use always the same. Always Always almond milk. milk. Always. Okay. Um, At what? What cookie? Like what number cookie? Like does the consistency of the milk change from cookie one to cookie five? No, I think it's within the bag. I think it changes from bag to bag, not inside the bag. Once I once I know what what batch I'm dealing with how fast it is to get to that consistency that I want it to be at, then we're good. But figuring that out sometimes, it really, because sometimes I'll soak it for like two minutes, pull That's it out, no, and don't. it's still hard as shit. No, I can't. I don't believe that. I think maximum soakage, if you're holding it with your fingers. No. And, uh, with the fork? You're doing it with the fork? I don't do it with the fork. I do it with a spoon. Yeah, that's the other thing. I, these people yeah. putting putting they put the fork into the cream. Into the cream, yeah. That's like that that's, that's a hack. Yeah, I don't care. That's bullshit. That's I use like, my fingers. I hold the cookie. I think maximum soakability. You go beyond ten seconds, you're asking for that thing to break off. I think even eight seconds. Don't hold it under completely for eight sometimes, seconds. Sometimes you go beyond eight, you you you're gonna hold two little crumbs in your in your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and you got the rest of the cookie at the bottom of your glass. Sometimes I'm telling you, it takes longer. It really does. Now, maybe by a second. No, 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 no. I'm talking a good thirty to forty-five no, seconds. No, you're I'm, out of your mind. You I'm go. Just, there's I'm no way. You. There's no way you're dunking the cookie for thirty seconds. Oh yeah. Oh. Without yeah. it, without it coming apart. No, it's happened. I. It's happened. I don't believe it. It's happened. Thirty seconds is a long dunk. I can't wait to read the comments on this. Because it's happened where, like, I'll put it and I'll be like, this must be one of those batches where I'm going to have to do a minute and a half on every cookie just to make a minute and a half. Yeah. You're out of your mind. You're in some kind of weird COVID nightmare that you uh, your time does not exist to you anymore. No. And you just you're just in a weird. I've like I have noticed this over time, like mm -hmm. the last two years or so, and just never really talked about it. I, I mean, maybe almond milk is just not as, because regular milk, I, I, 
more than eight seconds, you're dealing with mush. No, and here's the thing, ice cold milk, because I think ice cold, the colder it is, the more it penetrates, the faster it penetrates. I think if that has anything to do with it, it's maybe affects it by a second or two. I don't think you're talking about 30 to a minute and a half. There's no way you're dunking your cookie for 30 seconds and coming up with a whole cookie. There's no way. I don't think we can trust you and your savagery because you put your fingers in the milk, okay? That's First miserable. of all, this is my own milk that I'm drinking. First, no, that's the that's, that's how disgusting. you dunk a cookie. I don't, B, put, I don't put my fingers in my, I put the cookie in the milk. Yeah, but you put your fingers in. You said you put yeah, your sometimes fingers a little in. bit. Okay, but, and then also a cold milk that's uncomfortable for the fingertips. That's why I went to the spoon. You're uncomfortable for this conversation. <laughs> There's no way you're dunking a cookie unless, all right, you have it in a spoon, you dunk it, you're coming up with a pile of mush in your spoon. You might have the, all the cookie in there, but it's not going to look like the, the cookie you started with. Did you see this jackass? I was, I saw him a couple, I wasn't following him on TikTok, but I saw him a couple of times. He invented this thing. It's basically this piece of plastic and it has notches cut out and you put the Oreo in the notch and you uh, could put like four cookies and he would dunk the whole thing in. He went through several iterations just to get to this point. I can't even tell you. So and then what? You you have to pull it out and what? You have to open it up, and how do you eat the cookie? You just Without pull it, it off. Mush. Yeah, it gets a little mushy. So, but or he would just eat it. He would just eat it right off the the thing. That seems like a an unnecessary mess to me. And then I think at one point at the top, because so the top he made it like a handle so you can grab it, and also so it would sit on the top of the glass so you could leave it like it was hooked on the other side if and then i think at one point he put a straw down the middle of the plastic thing so you could take sips of milk too. hey listen the guy the guy's inventive and i and i, I applaud that yeah and i don't want to shoot anybody's inventions down you know what he came up with something he likes good for can him. i tell you what i do what i what love do do? i this is my cookie dunking method when mm. when when your old pal ants fucking go when it's Friday night and I get the show's First of all, over. You're starting with almond milk, so I can't. I don't. I can't. Well, I'm take lactose. And it's it's a no. Bit. You're not. So the cream is enough to handle. You're I not lactose intolerant, so move on. I can't add milk on top of it. <laughs> anyway, when I'm going, when I'm fucking, when I'm like this sleeve is not surviving the evening, like it's mm. going down. When I'm, you know, I this is my method, and I love it. I go two cookies at a time. I put That's two cookies. No, I put two cookies in. This We're is talking Oreos. Two Oreos. Okay. Put two Oreos in because I have this thing where I like mushy. I like this. I like a little sog, but I also like that crunch at the same time. I need to have that textural difference. It's like with a chocolate chip cookie. I will dunk a chocolate chip cookie in, but I'll bite more than my dunk line. Because I want to get a little crunch mixed in with no, the soft cookie. If I'm dunking, I'm going all the way. I need a, I need a hundred percent saturation. So let me explain my method. So I'll put two Oreos in at the same time, and here's mm. why. I put them in sideways. They will float right side up. Okay. I'll let that sit for a couple of seconds, and I will immediately flip both of them over. So now. The first cookie that was all the way on the bottom, getting the maximum amount of soakage, is now up on top and is sitting on top of the other Oreo and is not exposed. If you put this kind of thought into your everyday life, you know how far along you'd be professionally? <laughs> 
I mean, I think you're way overthinking this Oreo dunking experience. This took me years to develop this dunking Oreo dunking method. You know what I do? I take the cookie, I dunk it in the milk, and then I eat it. And I get 100% satisfaction out of that. I can't tell you how enjoyful. No, that but you're touched. You got your cold fingers in there. It's my not fingers good. are fine. My fingers are good to go. So in two Oreos, you have four cookies. I I could see dunking four, two Oreos and that those middle two cookies maybe taking a little more time to to absorb the milk because they're not getting as much surface area as the outer cookies. So that might be good. Well, the top but cookie. Why are you it, flipping? Well, because I get a little flip. I put a little flip into it because I want that first one to get a, a little little splash in the bath. How are you flipping with that with both of them staying together? They do. They stay together. If you tip it, if you like tip it, but you you push your spoon in on one side. So you got one cookie on top like Rose on the door. And then and then you, you pretty much do the jack move and you just you just dunk it right in. You just get Rose so, goes for the for the right. dive. If you think of it exactly, if you think of it, if the out of the four wafers in mm. the in the two Oreos, the top one never really touches milk for longer than like five seconds, whereas the other three are getting soaked. And so when you go to bite it, there is that little bit of crunch in with the sogginess of the other Oreos. All right, so I think you're you're nuts, but so good. It's I, good. I mean, think about people that do a half dunk. There are people like my chocolate chip cookie. They'll do a half an Oreo dunk. They won't put their fingers in the cold milk and they're eating it. They're still getting a crunchiness to this. With the see what I do, I get I do the half dunk. I bite that half that's dunked. Then I turn it so that the half moon shape. I got the I got the pointy part of it and I dunk that and then I eat the whole thing. So there's one full dunk and one no dunk. No. I do a full dunk. I know I was doing the tuck thing. I know. I do a full dunk and then a quarter dunk. So you're doing what I'm doing. I just came up with a better way to do it. No, I got one cookie. I dunk it halfway. Yeah. I eat the half dunked part. Yeah. Then I turn the cookie. So I'm holding the pointy part Um, like uh, the half circle. It's like a half circle now. Yeah. So I'm holding the point of the half one point of the half circle. The other point goes in the milk. It's a three quarter dunk. It's a, it's a it's a half dunk with it's it's a yeah three quarters of the cookie ends up being dunked when we're all, when all said and done. Yeah, you don't go with a spoon because you get the whole thing in there. You just spoon. It's not toss it right in. It's dunking cookies. I like to I like to get the full experience of dunk. And then I got the chocolate on my finger. It's a wonderful thing. Okay, uh, there's a girl with two vaginas. Now this speaking is of a, wonderful things. <laughs> So Frank came up with this story. Now, do you remember in Bad Boys when Martin Lawrence drives the car really good and Will Smith gets out of the car and screams at him? He's like, that's how you drive. From now on, that's how you that's how I felt when you sent me this thing. I was like, this is how you pick a topic. This is the topics this that we're looking for. From now on, these caliber of topics. But two vagina topics don't come along every single day. This is not something, you know, I didn't even go. It was just on my news feed and in, in, on Facebook. I'm, done. I'm glad you said news feed and not porn feed. But go ahead. Not yet anyway. <laughs> um, but it, there it was. And I was like, all right, I got to see what this is about. A woman in her, I think, in her 30s. I got to look it up. But let me open it up here. She apparently she uses. I don't know how old she is. 
uh, age of 20. She didn't find out about it until she was 20, like that it was weird. This is goes back to our civilization conversation. Imagine living your life for 20 years. You didn't have a, you know, you had another vagina. Yeah. So she has two vaginas and two fully operational and functional wombs, uterus, the works. I thought you were going to say she has two assholes. I was no, say, I know a, a guy who ate like he had two. Assholes. That is unconfirmed. She is 31 now. She lives in Australia and she's also she works in the sex industry. Mm. Uh, she says she uses one vagina for work. And the other for not work, <laughs> personal use. Personal use. Well, yeah. to be fair, to, to hoard both vaginas for your own personal use seems a bit selfish. She is also apparently, I don't know if she's still there, but she is on OnlyFans for those interested in uh, okay. checking that out. This might be the first time we have to pay for an OnlyFans. I might have to see this. She makes $75,000 a month, which I feel is low for what she's offering. Way low. And she doesn't <laughs> jar any farts? Is that what you're telling me she, right now? She, as far as I understand, she, yeah, she has two fully functioning. She had, she does have a child. She gave birth to a child, but theoretically, she said, she can carry two babies at the same time two fetuses at the same time in two separate wombs if she if she wanted to but she's not interested in doing that i'd like to get her into a video with one of those two penis guys and see what happens man that's that's got to be something two penis i don't know why the universe might blow up and she said she said one vagina feel she prefers one over the other when it comes to intercourse she says one feels they both feel, have different feels wow i wonder which which one is that the personal one or the work one i don't know this is amazing i don't know um how did she get two vaginas she was born with, with that way that's it having two vaginas quote having two vaginas has made my sex life a lot of fun we could have sex in one side and use a toy in another uh, all sorts of positions they could try but blah, 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 blah. <sighs> i thought never even occurred to me she feels very different. Each one feels different. She said that, uh, yeah, she wouldn't, because uh, there's not a lot, a lot of room, so she wouldn't want to be, want to carry a child in both wombs at the same time, because it's risky, uh, because there's not a lot of room. <sighs> yeah. She's, I mean, okay, there's she's women down. who give birth to like six babies at once. This woman could have 12 babies at the same time. That would be interesting. Let me tell you something. When the world starts to go down, if we got to get this one into one of those escape pods, because we can rebuild it back up again really quick, wherever we wind up. Right. Can I show a picture of her or no? Uh, I don't think so. And okay. No, unless there. you have an Instagram photo that she put up herself. Uh, I don't uh, think I do. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of photo credits here. So yeah, I'm not gonna do that then. Um, yeah, she's she had a baby. She has a son. Um, but yeah, she's living comfortably and fully two fully functioning of high chinas. Oh, she gets both of them tested for STDs. That's amazing. Yeah. She, when she has her time of the month, she has to take care of both at the same time so she has her time of the month 
out of both. Oh, that's miserable. I didn't think of that. There's the yeah. downside. Okay. There's First downside to deal with. Poor girl. One yeah, is I, a, a pain in the ass enough. I can't imagine how that would, uh, you know, affect her. But and I don't know if there's any difference hormonally, you know, with that, with two, two fully functioning. I'm not talking about the time of the month. I mean, in general. Yeah. Like, like how that affects your chemistry. But I don't know. Good for her. She's owning it. I think we might. I might pay for this OnlyFans. I gotta. I gotta. Gotta see that. Yeah, and you know what? This is one person. How I wonder how. Like, if this is a, if this happens more often than we think. They, it could have been in the ninety-eight percent of society we've never recorded. They could have been just walking around two vagina people all over the place. Everywhere. That's she could be an ancestor of the two vagina civilization. Right. Yeah. And then how did they eradicate? How do they? How did they go away? What happened? I don't know. People got jealous and started People. killing them. That's what I think. Right. Walking around. I only got one. What do you yeah. show off? You must be the freak then. They, they're burning the poor two vagina people. Man. Good for her, though. She's loving it. She's lo- she loves having two. She didn't know it was weird until, you know, obviously later on in life. I think she said she was 20 when she figured it out. Like, Yeah. That's so that, great. So, that that it was different. Maybe not weird, but different. That's what's, yeah, that's what's so great about growing up. He's like, oh, is this a weird thing? Like... Yeah, like this is normal to yeah, me. This is normal know. to me. I've been living like this my whole life. <laughs> so I thought this was how everybody operated. Yeah. Okay, so hey, more power to her. All right. Topic of the year so far. I mean, that's we're only seventeen days in, but um, um, this is going to be in contention when we get down to December. I'm telling you, this, this is going to make the highlight reel. Yeah, for sure. I mean, two vagina girl. How could you? How could you not? Yeah. And uh, yeah, she's making a, a good living. I'm gonna ask a serious question now. Do you I'm think sure it won't be serious? But go ahead. Do you think she's technically got more body parts to cover? Do you think her insurance is higher? It feels like she should be paying a little bit of a higher premium. You you thought that was a serious question? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I think she's required to disclose how many sets of uh, genitalia if, she if has. If you want them both covered, you got to kind of. I think I think you buy a general coverage. It's gonna it's gonna co- it's gonna cover everything. I could see an insurance company being like, "You denied. We were we cover a vagina. Now you're telling me there's two here." I don't think there's anything written in a clause that says you must only have one set of genitals. I think there's a scumbag insurance agent that's like, "I know a way to get out of this." Because <laughs> there's people. There are people, you know, we you've heard of people born with both sets. This is just happens to be two of the same one. So oh, I guess true, in any yeah. other situation, she would be. I think the word is hermaphrodite is someone born with two sets. Yeah, but one of each. So this is just someone. You know what, Frank? With... I say his hermaphrodite sometimes because I like to be fair to everybody. So how? Okay, good, good for you. <laughs> All right, but. Uh... This is interesting. It doesn't always have to be her. Sometimes it's a his maphrodite. You know what I'm saying? We're yeah. equal, we're fair here. That that you sure? We we are. We are I think I don't know. That's, these are COVID fever. I'm. I feel like I'm spiking right now. I feel like I got to take my temperature. It's been so, two hours. Go ahead. What I was. What I'm wondering is just how it, just how it's set up. Is it side by side is or it left and right or front and back or? Yeah. All in the both in general same area. Wouldn't it be great if she had one on <laughs> under her left arm? Well, yeah, one over here and one over there. They're both in the same area, as from what I understand. 
but I think it's hey, good for her. She's owning it. She's living it. She's loving it. She's making a living with it too. I mean, like she's not just she's she's putting she's on OnlyFans. I'm sure showing off for what she's got. You got to work with what God gave you, right? I mean, good for her. Don't ignore your God-given talent. That is a talent. That is a wonderful thing. I want to, I'm going to look up her own. I don't even, do you, is OnlyFans an app or is it, can I just go to like OnlyFans.com and search for people? One way to find out. I've never even done this. I don't even know. I'm going to, we're going to find out right now. OnlyFans. Um, Are you really going to? No, it's just a sign in. So I have to sign up for you it. Have this, to is sign probably, up. this is probably why I've never done it. You should be able to like see the people's like profile picture at least. That's. Can you not? No, it just takes you to like a page and like. Log you in. can't go to their page. I'm sure you can go to her page. Oh, I mean, I'll do this. Listed. I don't want to do it right now. Yeah, see if they have her listed and how much is she? Because we'll, we'll pay for a month to just check it all out. I'm a little curious. This is why I always. Pay. Remember, they're like, "Oh, come see the snake lady and the thing." I always fucking threw down fifty cents for that shit. I'm like, snake lady. Yeah, remember like at the carnivals and stuff. Oh sure. Do you remember was... we? God, we... <laughs> you got. <laughs> Wasn't it a snake lady? We paid for one, remember? Yeah, I remember the snake lady. I remember where the hell we were, but that was pretty cool. It was I remember the, yeah in, in the Shea Stadium parking lot or the Nassau Coliseum parking lot. I remember when I was a kid going to the Nassau Coliseum parking lot and they had uh the Harlem Globetrotters were there. They had this huge festival My dad took us there. And they had this man who t- it was a, a huge tent. That held maybe a hundred people, a little more. And they put the kids. They said, "All right, kids, go up front. They sit up. We sit up front." And the whole gimmick was there was a it was a stage, and there was a cage right on the top on the stage. And there was a man before your eyes changing into a gorilla. He just changed into right in front of you. I was like, "All right, we got to see this." So we sat there in the tent. We're on sitting on the grass under the tent. And all of a sudden, there's just a guy. He walks out. He's in the cage. They open the cage. Puts he's standing in the cage, and all. And he just, I'm sure they use like you know project a projector, and they like he's like morphs and changes. And all of a sudden, it wasn't a real guy walking onto the stage. It was a projection walking onto the stage. We didn't. We couldn't tell the difference though. Uh-huh. And then like it changed. He morphs, and all of a sudden he's a gorilla. And I'm like, holy. We're like, holy shit. This is insane. And he's like banging on the bars, and all of a sudden. Out of nowhere, and I never, I can't remember moving faster in my life. All of a sudden, he bursts through the bars, and the projection comes forward. It like it, it like comes toward the camera, I guess. And we're all like, oh, I don't know if it was a screen or what we were looking at, but I was like, I don't know, seven years old. It looked pretty real to me. We were sitting front row on the grass, like on the ground, mm. and we, me, my brother, and my cousin, all about the same age, we went from front row in front of the stage to the corner of the tent <laughs> trying to get out under the tent. <laughs> we were lifting the tent trying to run. We were scared shitless because this gorilla all of a sudden burst through this cage and we ran for this thing. I remember making it. It had to be in like in one second. We made it from like a 30-foot run in, in a, like a half a second. We're at the corner of this tent trying to lift it up. It's like staked into the ground with these huge metal spikes. And we're trying to get the hell out of the tent. And then our parents come running over. No, everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everybody freaking scattered, though. It was like 
It was like someone lit a, you know, lit a stick of dynamite. Everybody just scattered to the corners. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I thought you were going to tell the story about <coughs> Stakely. I don't remember the story. There was a story with it. You weren't there. Okay, we were at the, again, same kind of carnival, and it's like behind a thing. Like, you have to pay money, and then you, like, walk through. Like how like how the, the, the restrooms are in the airport. It's, like, open, but you can't see it. You got to kind of go this way and then go yeah, that yeah. way. And so we paid like a dollar or whatever it was, $5. I kind of remember this. I don't remember the story, though. To yeah. see the snake lady. And so we walk around, and it's literally a plastic snake that leads up to some woman's head. It was just sticking, like her <laughs> head is just sticking up above the thing. And this is the plastic snake thing behind her. And we got there, and it was a bunch of us. I thought you were there. And we I were feel like, like I was there. I, rem- I kind of remember this. And, and, there was, and there's nobody else. Like It's made for like 40 people to look at at once. But there's literally nobody there but us. And we were just looking at her and we're like, so this is it? You just sit there? The whole thing. And she's like, hey, I'm the snake lady. And we're like, are you sitting or standing? We can't really tell. We we're just talking to the stupid person. Just I'm like, you just sit here? Like, like we knew it was a con, but it was just like. and then yeah, we, Obviously, it's not a half snake, half yeah, woman. Yeah. But, we, you know, what do you. But it was like it was like I mean, let's for a see. dollar, what are you gonna expect? Right, but it was like let's see what they do to like. And when we got back there, like oh, so there was just no effort to try and make <laughs> this look halfway decent. <laughs> and she's just like sitting there, like what I the remember fuck do you this. want from me? I, I, I remember thought we, about that in forever. We stayed for an uncomfortably long amount of time where we, she was starting to get like a little. It's like, like all right, <laughs> she's like looking at us like <laughs> most people just feel annoyed and move on at this point. We're like. <laughs> Seriously though, like, are you how much? Like, are you wearing sweatpants or? Yeah, we were we were kind of jerks. I feel kind of bad about that. <laughs> Poor snake lady. I think we were asking her like, how do you get this job? Like, are you a local hire or do, are you traveling along with the fucking? Thing? Hey, maybe she made a good living as snake lady. Maybe she did. I don't know. I wonder if there's any shows like that still going on. Like, you know, like uh, there's really none around here in New York. But no little towns do they have stuff like that probably I don't around know. the world i'm sure in different countries maybe have things like that i don't know if they do stuff like that shitty anymore because the other thing too is that this was all pre-internet so now people are like i'll just go there in my metaverse it doesn't matter <laughs> hey the metaverse at least the effects will be halfway decent i saw this thing too the other day that the, the nets are like um they, they're putting like a thousand cameras on their court now and <clears throat> they're capturing the the game. Oh, is it gonna be like Matrix style? Yeah, and then but they're like, it's not like you just see it. It's like they're rebuilding it. Like they were making this big stink about like, oh, they call it the net, the netiverse, as they're calling it. And they're like, isn't this amazing? But what they're doing is, is they're like just capturing the motions and everything, and like rebuilding it in like a video game. So when you look at it, it looks like a video game, but they're like. But no, it's the real people. And I was like watching why? it. I was like, yeah, but it looks like a video game. <laughs> like, yeah, why wouldn't I just watch the game? Why wouldn't I just watch the game? But it's like, because you can get like into all these different angles and everything. And I was like, well, then just hang a camera like, like they do in the football games. And then I'll get those like angles. Well, well, if they've got all these cameras capturing the real people doing it, why don't we just look through all those real cameras at the real people doing it? That's what I couldn't Why are understand. they changing it into a video game look? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. I thought it was going to be like the Matrix, the way they film the Matrix scenes where they do like the bullet dodge. They have a million cameras going around. Right. And they just get the same frame from every camera. 
Like right. if they have a, cameras in the floors and cameras in the chairs and everywhere around, they're all recording one thing, but from every a million different angles. And that's why I thought it would be. I'll show you, I'll, I'll show you, but only for like two seconds. Cause we do, we do have to go. Yeah, this is, this is it. There's all these people like working on like their little nerd, like, you know, just being nerds and nerdy stuff. You're just jealous. And they're like, like, look at all these cameras, and they're like moving all these things. But when you look at the actual like game itself, it looks like a video game. It's pretty good, but yeah, it looks like a video game. But I mean, it's I'm not sure... bad. I mean, that, it's 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 an advanced looking, yeah, video but, game. But it's like the crowd's like fake. You know, there's no crowd, if you notice, like yeah. I mean, those are the actual, you know, if those are the actual movements and stuff, that doesn't look bad. I, I don't know. I think it looks looks like an awful video game. But the movements are more realistic. I mean, you look at video games, the movements are, you know, kind of yeah. stock movements. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But they say in the thing, like, they rebuild it back up in, like, digital. And it's like, well, why don't you just show? Just show the actual people. Yeah, like make it into video games. It's like you can, you can, if you stick somebody on the court with a camera, they can give you those exact. But maybe they, maybe they can't because this looks like they're recreating the game so that you can get the shot from like the foul line, you know. I guess so. Because you can't get that shot with the real people. But it's you just know what? Recreate, yeah. They tried to do that in hockey where they put a camera above the net. Yeah. And they tried to do that. Remember, like they, for for a couple of years, they tried to like look at this awesome cat. Like they because they got the robotic camera now, so they got to one like right behind that. It's like look at this view. And I like most, that view. Most hockey fans hate it. They're like, we stop. We can't. One well, when there's a power play and they're in uh, your zone. Now they I love use that it, view. That's the now best. they use it more for the power plays. Yeah, but they even even if you notice, they don't go to it all the time. No, no, not all the time. You got to if you're if they're in the zone for a while. That's a good, and they're set up. That's a good, that's a yeah. good angle to get, People especially when they do a goal replay from the sides. Though they're that's how they're used to seeing well, it. Yeah, but if you're if there's action around the net, and you have to look at like a save or a goal, that's a good angle to have. That and I miss the one that's in the net. I like the camera that was in the net. Not every building has that. Yeah, I don't think they're really doing that that much anymore. I liked that one. That was a good one. All right, we've done almost two and a half hours. I think that should just about do it. We're making up for Friday. I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm not going to make it. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, you got anything else? Two vaginas. I mean, that's... Two, I think, how do you... Always end on two vaginas. Always end on two vaginas. Everybody that's knows That's what she that. said. Yeah. I feel... I called... Uh, Janine wasn't here tonight because she was at a funeral. Right. And I called I called her a pussy, which I... And she didn't respond to it. And I feel really bad about it now. Well, why was she texting from a from a funeral? Is my uh-huh. question. I don't know, but can I defend myself at least to you? Because no, no there's no excuse for that. When she's I canceled, at a, she's at a funeral and you're, you're you're ragging on her. That's no good. When I canceled the show on when I said I couldn't do the show on Friday, she she wrote me and called me a pussy. And I put it on I put it on Instagram stories to show everybody like this is the real Janine. Everybody like. By the way, I also when Janine calls either one of us a pussy, I think it's the funniest thing ever. Like I don't know what it is about her calling us that that just makes me giggle, like a schoolgirl. I think gender. Uh... I don't know what it is. I, I don't know what it is. I, uh, 
gender, political viewpoints, like I, it's role reversals. I don't know, but I just think it's hysterical when she does. So when she was like, oh, I'm not going to make the show tonight. I'm at a wake. And I was like, oh, you're a pussy. And I was like, oh, this will be funny. She'll laugh at it. It was like seven hours ago she has a response. Yeah, she hates you. <laughs> Trying to make her laugh at a funeral. Yeah. Number one. Number yeah. two, calling her a pussy at a funeral. That was the first mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she hates us. <laughs> well, you anyway. <laughs> All right, Friday pickles, uh, Oreos dunked in pickle juice. So get that together if you want to do that with us. Double stuffed? Because I'm getting double stuffed. I can't go I anything like a, lower I like than double stuffed. Standard stuff. No, I need more. I need I need double stuffed. The cream to cookie ratio is out of whack on that. Once I've gone double stuffed, once you go double stuffed, you can't go back. That's what the two vagina girl says. Right? Oh! That's what she said. That's, that's what she said. That's, that's how we what end. she said. All right, we'll see you guys on the next one. Don't forget Jumpstart Coffee Company. Link in the description. Also, our merch link also in the description. Good job, Frankie C. And you too. Feel better. Show me potato salad. Maybe we should go.